Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. There's actually a cow. There's a cow monster in the book. Hopefully, you guys aren't being deafened as we talk about cow monsters and remnant chickens. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to Deadland Hunter Society. There's a light on behind me, and I can see it through the green screen. Um, we've made some modifications to our sound, so hopefully, if we're quiet, we're at least quiet together, and you can turn our volume up. And if we're too loud, let me know, and I can adjust that. Um, anyways. And if we sound like krakens, let us know so we can know how to do that in the future. Anyways, I don't imagine that's what a kraken sounds Probably like. Probably not. How? What do? You, who says what a kraken that's sounds just like? Just like a general outer. I imagine the kraken sound more clicky, like squids. Because they got like the beak thing going on. I don't know. Anyways. <clears throat> Funny sounds aside, I'm John, the game master for the evening, and with me today is the totally not a kraken, Holly. What now? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing a uh, purse thing, Gilda. <laughs> and she uh, is a dwarven gunslinger and she kills stuff sometimes. And also the might be a kraken, Austin. Hello. Metis Dubois is a French nationalist, demolitionist, part time terrorist, and uh, generally good person so long as you agree with my national identity. <laughs> <laughs> and the off time kraken worshipper, William. <laughs> uh, I am William and I am playing Cadmus The uh, not quite determined what his accent is yet Even though we're halfway through this campaign God, Over halfway <laughs> We're over halfway through this campaign uh, yeah, well, uh, Dwarven rigor It's better than Ace was uh, And the Kraken Fisher, uh, Zach Hey, I'm Zach and I'm playing with, and I'm playing Cassio Montag The Historian and general enthusiast of not resorting to the immediate solution of killing everyone. And Kraken Bait, Stan. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm playing Ian, the elf with the magic touch. Elf with the magic touch? <laughs> That's like a theme song we need to make. I'm Ian, the elf with the magic touch. Anyways, when last we left our adventurers, I'm, I have caffeine and I'm tired. Mm. But that sounded lovely. Anyways, um, when last we left our adventurers, they found themselves in an underground research facility of some kind that had manacles that seemed to be designed for dragons, uh, our radioactive uh, beasts of the wastelands. Um, 
Upon reaching this uh, facility, they determined that it was probably the source of what, to best their knowledge, is some sort of mad AI or computer programmer. Not certain yet which one. Um, and as they have, they've sort of gone through a couple of different very potentially deadly puzzles uh, to progress through the facility. Uh, they got into what seems to be a hangar bay of some kind where they fought a giant uh, industrial mechanics monstrosity uh, that happened to have the it happened to have the uh, piece of technology that they were hunting for a fabrication unit um, in its chest. Having defeated the creature, having defeated the golem. And they recovered the manufacture the man, uh, the fabrication module only for the way out to be sealed, and that's where we left off. So you are all in a what appears to be a hangar room of some kind, and the exit has just closed. <clears throat> so there's um an industrial chainsaw and industrial welder on this thing. Yep. Could I attach them to the front of this truck? They're kind of too big. You could try. You're not certain you'll be successful, though. Why do you need to put it on the truck and not just hit the door with them? Because that's not going to open the door. We hit the the door with, like, dragon-killing laser beams, and it didn't open. Yeah. Um, You said this truck won't fit through any of the other rooms, though? And I'm I'm in the astral. I'm assuming that this door has the same red nonsense. Yes. As do the walls. Yes. Okay. Because that was my immediate second thought. It's like, well, you know, he defended the door. I'm assuming he defended the walls, too. Um, how many doors are there out of this room? Two more doors. And they are both open. As you sort of look around, they go... Shunk. One has a red light over it, one has a green light over it. <clears throat> Do the lights indicate what I think they indicate? That depends on what you think they indicate, the voice from above says. Well, on the world that I am from, when you are driving, green light means it is safe to go. The red light means you should stop. Let's go red. That's an interesting observation. <laughs> do these lights... So these lights could be any color. They're not just hardwired to be what color they're showing right now. That's a good question. I didn't ask that. I'm trying to make an observation. <laughs> uh, you can't tell without going up to examine them. Do you want to go examine them? Sure. All right. Uh, give me a knowledge lighting. Uh, I mean, look at the plastic. Knowledge. And see if the plastic is dyed or if it's. A give me a, any sort of hardware? any any sort of yeah hardware knowledge hardware will work. Any sort of mechanical knowledge. Makes sense. Because while that is true, Austin, it's hard to tell when the light is coming through it. <laughs> This is true. Unless you break it. Yeah. Which... That'd be two. Um, looking at it, you're pretty certain that the lights could probably change. Okay. Um, there's nothing, like... it. There doesn't seem to be that sort of weird, um, plasticky feel to the light. You know, like, when, when it's coming through an obvious filter, there's a certain yeah. quality light gets. It doesn't seem to have that. It's a lot more pure. So you're fi- probably figuring that it's either an LED of some kind behind it that can change colors. Okay. So, we'll look down the hallway. 
Uh, both hallways sort of uh, extend down and turn off in their respective directions. So the green light is on the left, the red light is on the right. The green light hallway turns de- goes down and turns left. The red light hallway goes down and turns right. Um, and uh, <clears throat> they just seem to be standard hallways currently. So what you're saying is, not only is the green light mean go, but it's on the left, and left is always the right choice. No. Okay. It won't be. Matisse, I uh, will step up to the left door. I believe this would be the correct direction to go. No, because this thing's playing with us. I want to go to the, to the right. Yes, but we have demonstrated that it likes to make us overthink simple problems and simple solutions. So... So I see this door, and honestly, there's no reason to go through either one, so let's just take it. They probably end up in the same place anyway. For once, I agree. <laughs> I'll... God. I recommend we all step through the door at roughly the same time, so it cannot close between us and lock us out. Yep. So, train in through this door. Is the door wide enough for that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying literally... <laughs> I'm saying one person shouldn't walk through and then have a minute of debating in somebody else. Yeah, let's just all... Jump through. Halfway through, it closes on one of you, just crushes. <laughs> we already established that he wants, you know, he wants to give us a glimmer of hope. Whatever. What if he wants you to think Let's he go. wants you to give her a glimmer of hope? <laughs> Anyways, so you all go through the left hand door? And he's giving us a glimmer of hope anyway. I suppose. Sure. I suppose so. Shield up. Yep. So yeah, you guys walk through. Doom, 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 doom. The door does not close behind you. Um. As you go, the uh, hallway curves to the left, and as it turns down, there is a door on either side, and a door in the middle. So it's like just a three-way stop. I'm going to start drawing a map. <coughs> that would seem wise. You have to erase all of this lovely League of Legends art. That was a piece of Terraria art, thank you very much. I didn't see which one you were erasing. It was a nice edge, if anyone's curious. Oh, okay. That was the main room we were in. That was the door that was locked. So there, there's a door in front, one on left, one on right? Yep. Anything special about the doors? Um, they all three have green lights over top. Because the ones on the other side will have all the red lights on the top. So go left, see if we go back to the same room. I would think it would be more advisable since... If we go straight, it'll be going in the same direction that the old locked door was. Uh, no, that's the no, other right. That's no, they're they're both in the back wall of the room. Yeah, they're both in the back wall. Yeah, the, oh, the original wall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My drawing then. Yeah, you're looking at if you're looking at that big room like a square, like this. The door you came in is on the bottom, and these other two doors are on the top. Yeah. How do I feel? We clearly saw from the door we went in that there was no way back in there. What we need to do is get to some sort of center and shut off the door. Or find a way to go up. Up? Wow. Yeah, you're trying to get out of here. Well, However, then we would not have the fabricator unit because we have to leave it with the truck. The only way we're going to get that out is by opening that double door that was locked. We can do that. Just as we did earlier with the... Uh, was it red and blue glowing tubes? Mm-hmm. Yes. I imagine there will be some sort of similar contrivance here, perhaps in the green and red. Well, if we want to map this out, just go, go to the left and see if it goes 
to a different hallway. We have one way to solve a maze is to always stick to one door and go through it forever. Yeah. Try that. Go left. So you, the you walk up to the intersection? Yeah. yeah. As you walk up to the intersection, only the left hand door opens. The left hand door. <laughs> oh. Step in. Uh, look through first. Are you still in astral projection? Yes. Or still in astral vision? Um, so you see, astrally, you see a lot of red mist and energy in here. You also see more of those trapped spirits and sprites. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you sort of adjust your vision, you can t- you see this seems to be some sort of uh, hardware manufacturing research part of the laboratory. Um, the first thing that strikes you is on there's sort of a uh, a central centralized uh, pedestal of some kind. Not really a pedestal, though. It's more like a socket. Uh, and recessed into the pedestal, there is a humanoid body that's just sort of leaning back. It's entirely made of metal, and it's just just waist up, basically, in this pedestal thing that's sort of a socket plugged down. And it's just leaning back, obviously deactivated. And it's the only thing in the room that doesn't have any sort of uh, magical flow through it. Does it look more like a mech suit or more like a... Like, does it look like it's big enough to be some, for someone... It looks like a humanoid form. You'd have to get close. You'd have to actually go up to it and, and observe and, and look at it to determine what it is. Okay. Show. I say indicating the door. No other option. I'm assuming the other two doors are red mist closed. Yes. Walk through. Yes, walk through. Yeah. Uh, walk in. Uh, yeah. Door stays open behind you. Um, and yeah, you get up to it, and it looks like it looks like a drone, but it's anatom- It's anatomically correct from the waist up, at least, of a human male. Um, like and but how made precisely? of metal. It, like if it without the fact, except for the fact that it doesn't have any skin, precisely. Like so down to the, the belly button. Yes. All of the muscle structure is all, and, and as you're looking at it, it's not like the body is one single piece of metal. It's all made of banded metal that's been sort of coiled around a central skeletal structure. Um, and so it has muscle definition, a belly button. Uh, it has nipples. It has everything that you might expect from a human male's torso from the waist up. And it's just in sort of a de- obviously deactivated mode, just sort of leaning back into the side. And it's a drone, you said? Is it just uh, aside from the weirdly uh, weirdly anatomically correct nature of it, yeah, it looks like a drone. Or a robot of some kind. Do this, does this by any chance bear any similarity to the, uh, the Nazi ninja the assassins? The German ninja assassins? No. The, uh, the, the, the assassin uh, things that you saw earlier had like skull plate faces. This has a normal human divine, defined face. What you're saying is this looks more human than, even like, though it's even though it has no skin, than the Nazi ninjas did once their skin was removed. Yes. Um. Even down to like the back, the the the, the most inhuman thing about it, aside from its comp, uh, composition, is the back of its head. There are several cables that are plugged in, uh, and sort of like an array of six, all of which go down and plug into the base of whatever it's sitting on. So it's a servitor. Kind of. Mm. So what's the base it's on? It's a large circular platform that's inset so that whatever its like waste area is plugged into is plugged into it. Um, 
large circular base on top of a uh, ovoid platform that goes back and into another computer behind it. Or more accurately, it's the equivalent of a male adjutant. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> There's no, it's, it's except it's not hanging. It's just sitting. Yeah. Is this thing sort of sitting there rigidly or just... I mean, it's like, it, as if you were, if you didn't have any legs and were stuck on a pole and leaning backwards. I mean, yeah, but like, yeah. if, like, I try to move it a little bit, is it stuck rigid? Or? No, yeah, if you try to move it, it'll move. So you, like, reach out and pull and it... <laughs> How heavy is this thing? Like, is it significantly heavier? Well, it's bolted to the floor, so... Well, I mean, like, for instance, trying to lift up its arm, just kind of weighing <laughs> that as best I can. Pick it up and lift it. It's hard for you to tell because you're in the suit, but it feels correct. The perfect spy. Well, about half of the perfect spy. Minus well, some dermal implants. So I'm going to take a look at this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be what industrial mechanics to determine like the manufacturing quality um, of this? Be cyber technology. Cyber tech. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like the the, the text <clears throat> itself. I'm just talking about the way that the metal was done. You know, is this like you're talking about hand- just the materials? Yeah, not like, the, not, like not how the whole thing's put together, but the quality of the materials. Like partially that, and partially, you know, does it look like this was hand welded, or does it look like it came out of a mm-hmm. industrial mechanics? What you quality of the materials? It would be okay. it would be cyber tech. It would be cyber. Well, it would be cybernetic mechanics. I'll go for quality of materials then. to get how well it was put together because it's two different fields. Yeah. Well, industrial mechanics. <laughs> Five industrial mechanics to determine how well this thing's put together, or how the quality. Sorry, the quality. The, 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 these are these are these are these are top tier materials. Like this was a prototype of something. Um, this is what at the time would have been cutting edge. Okay, so this was a prototype and would be consistent with the sort of materials used at the time of the post-apocalypse. Yes, as opposed to this. Stuff that has been recycled and repurposed. Yes. So this was always intended to be this way. Mm. Alright. And this lab is mostly untouched. Well, I mean, it's being defended by a sociopath. (laughs) Anyone else looking at things? Anything else? Particularly stand out about the room. You said the computer console. Uh, yeah, there's a con- so there's a console attached to sort of the base of the thing that the that the pedestal is on. Um, give me a logic, uh, sorry, an insight perception check to just look around the room, or logic investigation, either one. Investigation, gotcha. Cadmus, you doing anything? Um. Other than eating? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is in the corner eating. <laughs> this seems like your field. That's five successes on investigation. Uh, you notice on the back of the wall there are two sort of handheld divots that are uh, attached to separate uh, ingressed panels. So, these cables. Mm-hmm. Um. Looking at it with my cyber eye, is there any traffic moving through them, or is this thing just completely inert? It's completely inert. So there's there's no power lines, there's no signals traveling through it, it's just a dead zone. Yeah, this thing is off. Oh. Does it look like these cables come out of it? 
uh, out of the floor. It looks like it comes like just so you just at a glance you would know this. Um, they're plugged into the body. The, not coming from the body out to the computer. It's coming from the computer to the body. Okay. Um, second question. Are these power cables or are they inhibitor cables? Give me a cyber technology roll. No, it's cyber technology. <clears throat> logic, cyber technology. Logic, cyber tech. So those are two different things, and one of those you don't want to take out. <laughs> well, given that they're not on, though. <clears throat> if they are inhibiting... Or they're they're or doing it damn well. <laughs> they're they're yeah they're or, or they're not because they're not on. Uh, that's three successes. Um, combination of both. Uh, these are sort of power data. Like, so looking at this, you're looking at them and you separate them out into groups of two. Okay. Um, there's a pair of power. There's a pair of uh, sort of I/O information lines. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a pair of neural inhibitor lines, and there is a pair of uh, something else that you don't know what their function is. So first I would like to unplug the power lines, <laughs> just to make sure this thing doesn't come back online. Yep. Uh, then I would like to unplug the something else. <laughs> then the I.O. <laughs> I'm going to leave the neural inhibitors. <laughs> sure. Is there anything else in this room aside from the body and the computers around it? Uh, he noticed a pair of ingressed panels with handholds. Can I decipher anything about the purpose of them? Looks like they're supposed to be slid out. Slid out, slid out. Are they similar to the um, colored keys that we had before? No. No. They're like like a closet. I'll go ahead and point them out. And you said the only, that there's a lot of magic going through this room? Yep. Like through the computers and stuff, the same sort of power and yeah, whatnot? Yeah, same sort of magic tech. Except for the drone. Yes. And the computer the drone, the drone was attached to as well, just not the drone. Um, I'm going to go up to the computer. This computer is uh, powered by the same sort of magic tech that uh, is in your suit. This drone is not. Hmm. Or, well, if it is, it's not being fed. Especially not now. So that means well, but either I, mean, it was I, I could see the lines of stuff going through things that were off, right? Yeah. Well, no, no. Uh, not, nothing that's off is showing any movement. Okay. So that means... Everything is on, except for it. So that means this either is entirely conventional machinery, or it was intended for a spirit that either left or hasn't been put in yet. Do you think you could pull the logs off of that computer? Probably, given enough time and no interference from our special guest. Might as well try. I will check this closet fairly quickly. Go, I go open up the, the door. As you slide the door open, something starts to fall out of it. Step out of the way. And you sort of... You sort of and a... Very disgusting smelling skeletal body uh, in what looks to have been uh, mostly degraded lab tech gear falls out. Interesting. 
you notice that it has it, it, it falls out most of the way and then the head sticks and the rest of the body goes separating uh, the head seems to be attached to some sort of metal grid that is attached to cables going back into the closet like he was what, like, like some sort of deck Kind like, of? Like a neural deck, the one kind possibly of. some kind of mental transfer would have been attempted, switching his mind, spirit, whatever, into the robot. That would explain why there was nothing in it. Um, could you... You are familiar with anatomy, yes? Yes. Could you perform some sort of examination and see if the skeletal structure here matches up with the skeletal structure of the drone? Sure. Uh, first aid or biology? Biology. And uh, while that he's doing good. that, I'm going to see if I can get into this computer. All right. Give me. Uh, it, it powers on. There's, you don't have to do anything. Can I access files? Yeah. I would like to see project files. Yep. Uh, you're getting. Uh, you're getting. Uh, there are two major project files currently on the that are available. And this is all in German, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I speak this. Uh, project Adam and Project David. That's three successes, by the way, on my bio roll. Uh, three successes? Um, this is an elf. So it does not match the physiology of the drone. Okay, the drone was a human. Yes, the drone is distinctly human. I will see the files on Project Adam, because this seems relevant. Alright. Hang on one second. See, yeah. I, I'm now just picturing Frank Fontaine. <laughs> uh, Project Adam... Uh, pops up uh, a log of information that relates to an attempt uh, to create a um, magically aware artificial intelligence. Um, basically, that like you, you sort of read through it very quickly, and there's a lot of techno babble, but the thing that you come away with uh, is artificial intelligence technomancer. Jeez, so, I could never go wrong. The thing that's in this facility with us. Maybe. That seems to be what that seems to be what the drone in particular was. It seems like the drone was meant to be a housing a host for the for AI the f- yeah for so to give the to give the spirit that would be required to fuel this thing a some sort of body that it would recognize some sort of physicality that it could operate with and like a god transcending its avatar, it just kind of left <laughs> or was never put in. <laughs> it was never put it that's why he led us to this room so that we might, you know, stumble about, do something stupid and put it back in his little robo doom body. This is the Mark One prototype. You have there seems to be documentation indicating moving to stage two. Okay. Is there any, any further information on stage two? Not in this lab. Okay, what about Project David? Project David uh, is a uh, is a um, similar thing. Uh, Project David appears to be the hardware for Project Adam. Um, it seems like there's not a whole lot of information on Project David in this computer, uh, but it seems to be that they were attempting to create an artificial body that would be able to move and operate independently for this artificial agent. Um, they wanted to, it seems like their goal, just from what you can glean from the basic information, was to create a technomancer in all meanings of the word. Hmm. Because technomancers are rare and even then rare and unknown. Not much was known about them and it seems like they were trying to figure out 
from reverse engineering how to do it. Yeah, let's make a Technomancer and then see how Technomancers work. Kind of. Is there anything about... And there's also lots of strategic advantages of a Technomancer that you control. Is there anything about the Emphasis body on the controlling it. <laughs> what? Anything about the what body? The, the, the skeleton in the closet. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it's hard to parse with your background. You need a more... Bi- you'd have to... Your Akabas is coming at it from a technical perspective, and so all of the software and hardware aspects will make sense to him. But it ha- there's also a bit of biology uh, at work here that he can't quite parse. I'll try to see what I can make of it. Man, would this have been a campaign for me to play a Technomancer like the last two campaigns? <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead and um, give me a knowledge biology. Cool. Do you read German? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Native language. There you go. One of your two native languages. Yes. Well, that was a phenomenal roll. That sounded sarcastic. Judging by the number of twos I got, if twos were successful, this would be a very good roll, but as it stands one, I'm half considering using an edge for this. Do you have any, do you have any ones? I don't have any. Yeah. I have a single one. Okay, so it's not quite it's a not glitch. Not a glitch. And one success. I'm half considering. This is very complex information you're reading over. Here. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll actually spend an edge to real roll failures here. Okay. I've got enough. Go ahead. This is very complicated information you're reading. That looks better. All right, that's four successes. Much better. Um, so from what you gather, it seems their design philosophy was reverse engineering in all aspects. Make a human, then make a technomancer. No, no. No, no. Take a technomancer, Dissect. take them apart, and put them into so a robot. Uh, so is that the human in the closet? Or, or the, the elf, elf in the closet? That's Whatever. Human, elf is with an elf If you like elf on the shelf, wait till elf in the closet. <laughs> um... That's what it seems. It seems like that. It seems like that was uh, specifically for reading the, uh, reading the uh, brain patterns and sort of internal workings of a technomancer. So the elf was a technomancer, and he was sacrificed for the purposes of making a technomancer. Technological advance. Well, very German. He may not have even been sacrificed for it. Replace German with the word human. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I mean, he may not even necessarily been sacrificed for it, it's just that they didn't take him out of the brain rigging as soon as this whole thing started, you know, blowing up. And by this whole thing, I mean the planet. Or he could have died. Like, there's no there is no death certificate. There's no, like, death report, which you feel like would probably be a thing they'd include. Yeah, if Um, if he died. So you have no idea what necessarily happened to cause him to die, just that he died. Does that look like there was a struggle in this? No. In the closet? No. He probably just abandoned and just. Left if he was abandoned, he probably would have tried to free himself. Uh, yeah, but I mean, something kind of explosion. But too. like we we've seen skeletons sitting in chairs. Yeah. Something made them <coughs> disappear. Not disappear. Something made them not do Bottle anything. Shell. Die of apathy. So basically, what we're saying is deadly neurotoxin. Or something Possibly. shut them down. You destroyed the inhibitor, so, preventing me from releasing the deadly neurotoxin. <laughs> I have a slight question for the rest of you. There's another closet if you want to open it. I, before we open the more closet. <laughs> so, a technomancer can go into a 
machine and shut it down. Yes. Uh, so, do we have any Technomancers at Deadlands? Yes, there's yes. one. Uh, from uh, what I've seen of our one Technomancer that's at work, he can basically do whatever the bloody hell he wants to do. No, no, but he can go and he can shut the machine down, yes. Uh, yeah. Generally, yes. So, what if a machine became a biomancer? They could go into the human along the chemical neurons and shut them down. Would that be possible? Would I there be enough overlap in the way that... Uh, That'd be a hell of a radio wave that you're writing. Well, the judging by what this red mist has done before with manipulating lower creatures either to I mean, attempt yeah, to it, learn something or just use there's, it as its there, pawn, There's it definitely sense. evidence that that might be a thing, and considering they were talking about making, you know, magically inclined technomancer AI crazy. Um, because remember that the fact is that we differentiate machines from brains is a thing that we do as organic species. The computer probably does not have that level of distinction. And there are lots of uh, telepathic people in the magic community. I could only imagine that telepathy would allow for a form of technomancy. But in the brain. So Matisse is suggesting that there's an AI in this facility that can hack you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's already true of me. Not, no, no, not, not, not you specifically. You. That's really crazy. <laughs> like the thing about cyber, about people who are heavily cyber augmented, they already have to worry about that. Now you've got to worry about it for the other half. <laughs> I'm not even cyber augmented, and I have to worry about that. You just have to worry about it for the suit. Yeah. Normally. Okay, well, should we... It certainly seems that way. Like, there's there's a lot of evidence of that being the case based on what we've seen, but that's a hell of a deep rabbit hole these scientists went down. Also, it occurs to me one other thing. If it can go into a human mind, it would derive some sort of stimulation from activity, yeah? Stimulation from activity. Now, when is the mind the most active? Fear and danger. Fight or flight response. Exactly. So, this computer AI sustains itself, or entertains itself, as it were, by creating stimulation in people's neural networks on which it can look and reside, and then enjoying the show, as it were. Never have I been happier to be half made of metal. Gilda, give me a willpower roll. I knew it! <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love being made half of metal. I don't have that strong that strong neural response anymore. I got some bad news though. Zero. Yeah. I didn't You 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 hear you hear from the intercom. You hear from the intercom. You know the troll's pretty smart. None of the rest of you hear that. Just Gilda. It doesn't respond. And then it says, kill him. <laughs> and you do respond. <laughs> <laughs> and John knows me high five. Yeah, yes, easy thing to overlook. My character actually has good mental stats. <laughs> well, intuition and <laughs> charisma. <laughs> Certain mental stats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to see what's in the other closet. All of my oh, mental no. stats are okay. Um, my charisma's not great, but it's okay. Just do... Uh, Beef several. I walk over to the other closet, opened up. Shoot, another body. 
thing. Checking is it the same kind of anatomy or different anatomy? Another biology, another biology check. It's hard to tell with skeletons. You can tell what race they were. Yeah. You, you can you can determine a lot of things. You can determine a lot of things, but it takes a minute. Yeah. You have to do things like, let me measure you can't, the thigh structure. You can't do it at a glance, is like, what I'm saying. At a glance. This was a male, and uh, yeah. two successes. Um, can't tell much beyond uh, slightly more built out than the elf, so could be an orc, could be a human. Definitely not a troll or a dwarf, though. Yeah, not a troll and or a dwarf. And does it look a bit burlier than that? Suit or the robot? Hard to tell. We, we've established that the drone is not related to bone structure. Bone structure doesn't really translate to burliness all that much. Yeah, just a little bit. But I mean, if he's broader shouldered than this thing is, just from the skeletal part, it's hard to tell. Yeah, <laughs> but it was hooked up. By the it head. was also hooked up by the head. Yeah. Okay. How many tech minutes did they decide they need for this experiment? Well, by the look of it, at least two. I'm sure there were more than that. Because don't forget, these are examining brain waves. I'm sure they had to dissect a couple to figure out chemical... Chemical or physiological signs of being a technomancer. And I'm sure these aren't the first people in these cages specifically as well. Ethicality did not seem to be a a chief concern there. Not not during the time of the pre-apocalypse, no. You hear a shh from outside. Shut up! You know, it's one of the doors. I'm presuming that we have learned enough lessons from this room, and our guide would like to show us the next. Yeah. How about these? Actually, I'll I'll, I'll point out the slots again in the wall. Yeah, those those were the closets. Those were the closets. That's what we opened. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Well, that's at least a bit of an inkling of what we're dealing with here. So Which door opened? Here. So you head back to the door, and the one immediately across opened. All right. All right. All right. Well, so follow along. Does anything stop telepathy? Like low lead lined rooms? <laughs> um, matrix, um, you don't know. Um, mostly line of sight. Most magic. magic most magic, magic requires line of sight of some kind. Magic barriers. Have also. Yeah, like yeah, um, the the only yeah. thing, yeah, the only thing that really stops, aside from not having line of sight, is some sort of astral barrier. But we can't make those. <laughs> but you do know that line of sight doesn't have to be physical line of sight. Yeah, you can see someone through a camera. Yes. Um. You step into the other door and you find yourself in what appears to be an autopsy room. We find ourselves in the autopsy room. Oh look, it was what I was talking about a moment ago. It seems remarkably clean in here. And there's not there's really the there's the some room. there's some magitech running through the ceiling, but it's not like a technologically heavy area. Any drawers to open up? See, if yeah, they're yeah, all, they're like they're, they're empty? no, there are papers and paperwork and I'm files. I'm sure there's scalpels and sketches. Yeah, there's all sorts of medical equipment in here. There's a full there's a couple of fully stocked med kits. Um, those would be nice. I could take one of those. I'll take another one of those. Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, there are like autopsy tables. There's a cooler on the far wall that has some magic going through it. Same sort of magic powering thing. Yeah. I look at the cooler. Uh, I go over to it. It's like a series of square doors. It's like an autopsy freezer. I have a strong feeling that there are going to be organs in here. I open one up. <laughs> yeah, there's a dead body there. 
were remarkably well preserved for how long it had to have been in here. Yeah, but I mean, Sub Zero. Yeah. Uh, is the body look like it's had just incisions and stuff in it? Yeah, it has definitely been autopsied. Can I tell, just looking at where the incisions are, where they. It was a Y cut. Have um, been focused? Okay. Yeah. Um, to the chest. Hmm. Could you do me a favor? I'm slightly curious, even though it is probably irrelevant. Uh, you are familiar with biology and anatomy, yes? Yes. There are a variety of genetic factors that are hereditary. Would you identify these people as mostly of German or European descent, or more prisoners of war? Is this going to fuel some kind of... uh... (laughs) No, I'm only just curious. I guess if it's well-preserved enough, I can try to make a Biology check. I'm going to go through the drawers and just... Read through the files. Sure. Give me a biology check. Logic biology. Because it's mostly medical mostly medical reports. Um this is def this is a female human German. Relay the information. And very closely check to see if he's about to desecrate another corpse, as is his tradition. Three successes? Um so you The corpse has been desecrated already, (laughs) sir. They autopsied you, it. You find um, I mean, you're the autopsy reports related fumers, to so. uh, autopsy reports related to it's all in German. Do you read German? Yeah. Okay, yeah. German, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, Am I the only person who doesn't read German in this group? Probably. Yes. Apparently, yes. I was thinking of going to find uh, I don't German read German. Yeah, there you go. Two. Um, uh, autopsy reports all in German. Um, German. Regarding various uh, uh, German volunteers. Uh, the, they are noted in the autopsy as uh, volunteer. volunteer. Yeah. Whether or not that, how true that yeah. was is up to you. Know what that means. <laughs> um, uh, and it looks like they were sort of methodically going through uh, Technomancer's autopsies uh, to find any inconsistencies between them and a normal magic user or a normal person. Um, and it's got sort of an extensive chart of of genetic anomalies, uh, brain dif- differences in brain size and composition and activity, differences in like smaller things from like bladder size and liver temperature and things like that. It looks like they had just going through the paperwork. It looks like they had about a dozen uh, a dozen test subjects. So um, they six technomancers, six non technomancers. Okay, so they um, had basically no idea what they were looking for. So they were like check everything. everything. Yep. Yeah. So, is they looking about where these people came from? Uh, about uh, they're all listed. They, they're they're all listed as they have a sort of a medical file. They're all German German uh, citizens. Okay. Um, and they were all listed as volunteers. Checking the bodies, looking looking at more of the freezes if I have to. Do any of them show signs of like, say, on the wrists of struggling against restraints? Um. At this point, no. <laughs> Obviously, pretty hard to tell, but well, any black so no signs like after after they died, there would have been the, any signs would have would have stayed. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the if they if they starts, if they died while strapped while while tied up, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean lethal injection, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or other. Gas chamber. I mean, yeah, there, there's there's a waste from the guy, right? there's a lot of quick and easy ways because they 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 would not want them to have struggled. They would not want them to have anything that would mark their body. Right. Yeah, because you need a pristine specimen. And looking over the, um, I'm actually going to look at some of the paperwork that he found. And so just, just on a quick analysis, is there anything that they 
found as a running theme? Uh, they did find certain anomalies in brain tissue were consistent. Um, it seems that there are uh, certain anomalies in brain tissue and in the nervous system itself um, were consistently different throughout. Um, aspects of those anomalies were of it were were um, were apparent in magic users, but not quite the same. It was like two different evolutionary paths, but of the same organ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of it, sort of the difference between um, two genetically very like sort of uh, it, the brain difference equivalent of like a hyena to a wolf. Well, like, the one's a cat. Sorry, not a hyena, well, but uh, a coyote. A coyote to a coyote wolf. Coyote to a wolf. Yeah, like the sort of specific, similar enough brain to be in the same family, um, but or same genus, but different enough to be. Categorized differently, huh? Even from their fellow magic users. Yes. Interesting. Um, I would like to go over those files and see if I can see any. For instance, um, they're looking for the things that identify someone as a technomancer. Mm-hmm. Um. Mechanically, like from an engineering perspective, one of those things is the ability to process radio waves. Yes. Uh, through your brain. Yes. Um, that would be some of the anomalies that they found in the brain matter and nervous system. And so that, like, Cosmos is basically going. All the people that were doing these autopsies were going from from a biological perspective. He wants to approach their notes from an engineering perspective, right? And see if it's basically, oh, well, these organs are kind of built in structure like a radio transmitter. It'll be a higher difficulty because you're reading. Biological notes. What you need um, is you need somebody with both knowledges. Yeah, you need somebody with both knowledges, really. I have only rudimentary knowledge of engineering. Go ahead and give me a knowledge hardware. It's going to be a higher threshold, though. All right, and I will use one of my edges and die to that. Load sixes, break limits. One, two, Talk three, louder. four, five, <laughs> six. Seven successes. It's hard to tell. These are not... (laughs) These are not notes meant for a hardware guy. Like, there are certain... The shorthand is different. The terminology is different. Like, if you were... If you were physically observing the brain, maybe you could find... See what they were doing. And, like, physically observing the autopsy, maybe you could see something. Um, But the notes just are too obscure to your specialties. You 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 you're you're trying to trans you're trying to translate a Romance language into a Germanic language without knowing the original language. Like more accurately, you're trying to translate an Asian language into a yeah. Romance language. Yeah. Like I need one of you who's proficient in the science of biology to try and put these notes in layman's terms for me. <laughs> Does it matter? I imagine that will lose a lot in translation. Yeah, probably, but probably doesn't matter that much. I think how long would that take? Part, part of what they part of what they've been missing might just be a no. You know, these people did all this stuff. Might use it for. I'm sure they brought in all sorts of professionals here. <laughs> and but you don't know that they've missed anything. It's fair. They clearly succeeded to some extent. I say, pointing up and indicating the situation we're in. But apparently not to the extent that they were looking for, because it clearly didn't take the way they wanted it to. Clearly, no, it did exactly what they wanted it to. They created a perfect technomancer, 
whose abilities transcended uh, that of mortal confines. They created exactly what they wanted to create. They just they didn't realize the, how uh, to contain it. Control aspect. Because I'm sure they said, we are going to shove you in this little body. And it was like, look at this giant facility of computers I have. Why would I want to be in that little body? Shall we move on? I hear a door. Just so we go another right. quick, just a general investigation check of the room, making sure we didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Um, and I copy these notes before I go. Little bit trivia. You notice, so you go over to the coolers, and you open, open, just to confirm, just out of an idle curiosity to confirm the twelve autopsies. Mm-hmm. Two of them are missing. I see. Are there? And there were two in that other. Not the, the the all of the all of the people autopsied were humans. For consistency. Huh. So <coughs> two of the autopsies aren't here. Does it not reference them taking them to another room? Nope. They don't seem to reference that, and the, since they were all human, it can't have been. Oh, that's the skeletons. In the robot. That's shoddy science. That's not accounting for variable. You, you idiots. What? No, it's looking no, for exactly what no, they no, want to. No, not all for. of you. Uh, if you, if you decide on a control, that control being the race, and then for your secondary experiment, you remove that control. You create more variables. They stopped using only humans when they started doing the brain mapping. It was there's or different there's different anomalies. Or they on to look for the brain, or they just saw diff- that there was the brain mapping. For humans, and then figured, well, gee, I wonder if this transfers over to other races the same way that it does like, humans. There, so they looked at other races. There are, diff- there are different did. anomalies that are present for other you races. You don't know how many experiments this was. You also do not know <laughs> that it is true. A technomancer from any race interacts with a technomancer. They also they didn't they, they didn't run they didn't just like that, though. any race in France is a Frenchman. <laughs> It does not matter if you are a troll, if you are a human, if you are black or white. If you were born in France, you could sell. Have it made. <laughs> okay. We, we, from a scientific perspective, that's, that's, that's flawed. That's flawed. Cal- that's flawed. And method. turn right. No, it is actually they perfectly. They have, they have yeah, that was open for their variables. Okay. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, the other door is open now. Be on the lookout for two more bodies, then. Oh. Yeah, at least two. Um, you go down the hall, turn, and you find three more doors. Left, right, center. Wait, through that other door? Yeah, you go through the other door and it There's turns to a hallway. The hallway goes down, takes the right hand turn, and right hand it, yeah, and then it comes up to three more doors. Right hand turn. Which door will you open for us this time? I say, approaching Let's the doors. Walk up to it. <laughs> both door, both doors on the left and right open. Oh, right. we get that choice. Hell no, that. What does it look like inside the rooms? Just looking from more the autopsy rooms. Okay. Wait, how many doors were there again? Three. 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 Left, right, center. Okay. okay. Sorry. Cool. And both of them are autopsy rooms. Both the ones on the left and right left are autopsy right rooms. Are. I'll uh, walk through the left door and just take a quick glance. Is it the same sort of room? Same sort of setup. 
what races are being autopsied here? I go through the cooler. Elves. Are there two missing out of the twelve? No. Interesting. Um... What's in the opposite room? Really quick checking the paperwork, knowing what I'm looking for now to find the same Orcs. Um, so it seems like they definitely found another a similar a similar anomaly in the brains of elves as well. Okay. Though the uh, they also referenced anomalies between anomalous conditions between the brain of the, the sort of physiological makeup of an elf and the physiological makeup of a human. It seems like they were sort of doing uh, sort of secondary comparisons there as well as they were going, just sort of as, as a side effect of the research. Um, the other one had orcs. And any missing? Well, that's my statement about not covering your bases. One missing. This is a little excessive, though. One missing. All right. <clears throat> All right. Once you guys go through both, and sort of three bodies. As soon as you finish all of these uh, paperwork and looking through the bodies, the other door opens. Yep. Okay. What's down there? Same uh, Middle door opens up a door hallway that moves forward and turns right. Right again? Yep. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Right makes sense. We're just sort of circling around everywhere. And uh, it comes down to one door. One door. So, I wonder if we had gone through the right, what would have happened? Back at the red. Well, I wonder if it meets up. I wonder if trollish and dwarvish technomancers are just too rare for them to have a sample size. It could meet up. Or they could be on the right hand side. On the other side, yeah. Potentially. Let us go through this door. May as well. Yeah, by, by the look of it on the map, they could definitely meet up. They could meet up eventually. Obviously, I don't know the exact geometry here, but they'd be meeting up somewhere okay. from the, the other room. Uh, you walk up to the door, and yep. it opens up. Inside, you find yourselves in sort of another larger uh, uh, room. Uh, and the first thing you notice are more of those pedestals. But instead of just the upper half, it's sort of a full body mounted onto these plugs, and there are three of them. Two humans and an elf? Just uh, get closer and take a look. Um, they look... Um, they, all three, they all three have sort of that same standard human, oddly anatomically correct bodies. But they're full. I'm guessing this would be the Mark II you mentioned. <clears throat> the only thing that's not anatomically correct Probably. is the groin area. It's just smooth. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a neutered... Yeah. It's a Barbie doll. Yeah. Basically a Kindle. Okay. <laughs> um, looking around... All right. Okay, are they close together? Or are they They're sort of... Uh, how many feet like tri- uh, sort of a triangle in the middle of the room. Um, like sort of... One's here... Ten feet that way. They have those, they have those same cables on them. Yeah, going from the head down to the base. I'd like to get those power cables out, please. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'd like to make sure none of these are going to turn on, please. <laughs> so they do the same thing as before. Take out all the cables in the same order as I did the first one. Leave, Except the inhibitor. Leaving the inhibitor cables. Right. What else is in the room? Uh, more computer banks. Um, each one of the bodies has a computer uh, on it as well. Um, and at the back, there is another door. 
opposite from this one? Opposite the first one, yeah. So it should wrap around? Wrap around. Does it have a light on it? Uh, yes, it does. Is it red? No, it's green. Green, really? Mm-hmm. Going in the green, leaving out the red. Uh, if you want to yeah. check the logs, yes. Uh, see if I can find the files and stuff. Yeah, there are a couple of different views you can look at. Give me these ones are encrypted, so you're gonna have to give me a hacking check. Yeah. Skill. What's your doing, Gilda? And sleeves. Stand in the doorway with the gun out. Give me a willpower roll. Ah, I can. <coughs> Four successes. Um, one success. Uh, you hear the intercom just go, oh, that's interesting. No one else does. How many successes? Four. She doesn't know that. Four successes. I know. I'm just. What were you bitten by again? I was kind of was scratched by something or was it? I, I forgot. There's no. something, something the, the robot outside. <laughs> yeah, a robot almost killed her. <laughs> no, this thing has singled her out. Yeah. Um, like freaking out. She's not. She's not hallucinating from some poison. She's being possessed by an evil uh, AI. It's not being possessed. It's just <laughs> playing around with sending false signals to her. Um. How many successes? Four. It's Four? <laughs> yeah, I, I kept getting distracted because we were talking. Um, you're able to get in and get some information. This uh, Adam, pro- both Project Adam and Project David files are on here. All right. Let's see what's new about Project Adam. All right. Uh, Mark II, uh, semi, uh, te- semi, somewhat controlled remote techn- uh, technomancer uh, capabilities have been acquired. Um, See, the semi-controlled part is the thing that bugs me. Well, it's it's it, the, the 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 implications of the files indicate that they have a. It's sort of like remote controlling an RC car. You just sort of steer it, but eventually it kind of goes wild. Yeah, it's like it, 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 the, the disconnect between external user and internal abilities makes it difficult. Um, and it looks like for the Mark II, they're trying to figure out ways to automate the Technomancer, uh, actually actually automate the Technomancer abilities. Um, yep. And that seems to be, there is an indication that, it, that they eventually succeeded and went on to Mark III. Asset, what's new with uh, Project David? Uh, they found that the uh, missing the lower half of the body made the uh, made any attempt at a at pacifying a spirit ineffective. Uh, they see when 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 ensconced in a body, they want freedom of movement, um, and so they uh, the bodies that you see are the Mark II David projects where they have given them legs and mobility of a kind to see how they react to that. Apparently it was favorable. Moved on to Mark III. I'm a little concerned that Mark III are going to find these things active, staring at us and or trying to kill us. Why would you say that? Just past experience. Right. Uh, well, I've got information. The other door remains closed. Oh, well, there's something more you want us to find in here, is there? Give me another willpower roll, glue. Oh, boy. Glitch. 
You sense movement out of the corner of your eye, and you're feeling so jumpy that you just turn and start firing. Go ahead and roll me an attack. Uh, let me figure out which gun I was holding. Um, was it the Panzer? Please tell me it was the Panzer. Oh, but that one has to be mounted. Where are all my guns? It doesn't have to be mounted. It's just hard to fire when not. I mean, she probably would have been holding it, especially because she was very on edge. Yeah, she it's your favorite been, gun. So. Yeah, she would have been hugging the panther. Go ahead and roll me an attack with it then. <laughs> At a minus what for not mounting it? Um, it just has a kickback. Oh, uh, so the subsequent shot. Yeah. The initial shot is fine. The initial shot is fine. It's just the react, the recoil is the problem. Oh, okay. Um. Four successes. So all of you, while you're sort of examining these bodies and things, you you just hear, <laughs> and the right some of the computers along the right hand wall just explode uh, as as Gilda turns and fires. Oh there! What'd you say? I I thought it was, was I able to make out what it was, or I just it saw looked, something. You could have sworn a humanoid figure was moving. In that area, I I saw some some sort of figure moving. Maybe next time don't open fire with the cannon. Sorry, Wait, a little jumpy. Uh, so while you guys were looking at computers and stuff, um, Gilda just jerked off to the side and fired the Panzer at the wall. <laughs> Exploded a bunch of computers. Okay. <laughs> Alright. The other uh, door has not something opened. there. It's probably paced now. And the other door has not Maybe opened. Maybe you could uh, leave the safety on <laughs> on that thing. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I do recommend firing a smaller gun next time, just because. I'm, I'm good. She, she hugs the Panther. <laughs> Alright. If I'm in the line of fire next time. Have we learned everything we wanted to know? From this yeah, room, I at think least. Unless there was something vitally important on that computer that she just blew up. I uh, walk up to the green lit door. It does not open. I'm going to make a general investigation and see if we missed anything in the room, basically. Sure. I'm going to go into the astral plane and see if there's anything, any kind of spirit running around in the room. Two, sure. Three. Four successes. Um, well, there's certainly a big hole where you could have been investigating now. Um, <laughs> but um, most of this, like, there's, there's some files do- documented here, but it's mostly just paper version, paper notes of what Cadmus has already found. All right. Unless anyone else has any great ideas, I, I the imagine the only thing we can do now is see if the red doors have opened. Go back to the beginning and go through the other way? Yeah. That makes sense. They might meet up. Yeah, you go back through, um, the red door is already open. It was already, it was open to begin with. Yeah, it was so already open, yeah, but open. So go through it. Go through it. So it goes in, it turns right, um, and you find yourself at three doors with red lights on them. I hate the design of this dungeon. 
Why? I say I say I say to the AI. <laughs> no response. <laughs> There's the one left open. Uh, no. None of them open as we approach. So when you walk in, the, the right hand one opens. What's what's in that room? Uh, it looks like more electronics. Go inside. Um, in this one, you see what looks like a pod of chairs, sort of in the middle, um, connected to a computer bank between them. It's like four chairs with a computer bank in between them and sort of electronics dangling down over each seat. These are like head plugs? Kind of. Like data jack kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Does it look like meant, you meant basically meant to do testing on subjects sitting in the chairs? Look. It looks like there's a there is there's a bag of computers in here as well. Uh, I'm actually gonna check the computer that they're that they're all looked or looking around. Does it turn on? Um, it, yes, it is currently on. Um, it's there's no display though for it. It looks like it's just like sort it's of a, server. Data, a server or a database of some kind. Yeah, and see if I can access one of the consoles. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's not. It's not locked. Um, this looks like it's. This looks like this room is another part of Project Adam. Um, it appears to be uh, brainwave monitoring for technomancers. It's sort of uh, just from what you can gather. It looks like this was a study room where they would look at sort of what a brainwave, what the brain of a technomancer was like while they were actively engaging with software. You know, from what I've heard, it's generally obtrusive to a technomancer's abilities to put things in their brain. It doesn't. It's not like um, none. None of this is like hard line in. It's more like the brain cages that oh, we're it's seeing. Just previously. like a like yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. It's not like a data, It's not like a hard line in data jack. It's just overlay. Okay. Like a really elaborate EEG. Yep. Any any relevant information off these notes? Um, mostly just sort of a technical readout of what a what a uh, technomancer's brain looks. You know, what what sort of activity is happening? What what nodes are active? Um, when a technomancer is in a deep dive, when a technomancer is in a hot sim deep dive. Is this more my speed of? of Technological jargon, or a little bit closer. Not it's still it's still a lot of bio, it's still a lot of biology, but it's more understandable for you. You know, it's just like quadrant A is active, quadrant B is not in Technomancer A, quadrant B is active, quadrant A is not in, in Technomancer B, stuff like that. Very sort of rudimentary. It seems like what they've discovered mostly was that. Uh, their the race of the technomancer determines what sections of its brain are at use, um, and then what style of techno like what what that technomancer's personal style when it comes to hacking also determines a little bit about what sort of what part of their brain they're using. So basically, technomancers are very very lot. Yes, there's a lot of variables in a technomancer's brain. Alright, uh, this is dangerous science. The more variables you had to the mix, the more dangerous the outcome of your experimentation. So no that is not always true. <coughs> a single variable can be uh, devastating. This is true, but more variables generally speaking, more dangerous. Especially if you don't know how severe their impact is. So yes, one variable can be very dangerous. 
five variables can be also very dangerous. Yes. The most multiplayer on what the variables are. More variables simply means you have to do more testing. It looks like no two technomancers are alike based on the uh, information that we're getting here. So I think based on the information from the other room, though, they may not be alike. However, they all have some sort of commonality. <laughs> There's variation within the theme. It's enough as could be guessed, essentially. There's enough to make a machine, not necessarily make a being, as far as I can see. I well, think that the was goal their goal. experiment. Was it not? Uh, it's making a pale imitation. There, the goal of this experiment was to tread dangerously close on that line. <coughs> Show the other door. Yeah, other uh, door opens up. Walk through it. Inside this one, you see pods. Not like a pod of chairs, but like a full size, like uh, you could fit in one of these closed pods with like sort of a window of glass. Mm hmm. That's currently closed. Is there anything in them? Of course, they're closed. Open the lid. Open one. Skeleton. <laughs> yes. Like so, as soon as you open it up, it's just burnt face. Although this one is a lot less skeletal. It's well, certainly rotted, but it's not skeletal. Is this pod airtight? Then I'm guessing. That's what it looks like. So it hasn't had as much. Everything's very sallow and sunken into the Does bone, it look but like not rotted away. Actually, since this pod's airtight. Does this pod look like the kind of place where they want to keep someone alive and in regular condition? Like, is this... Is there life support going to this pod? Yeah, basically. There was at one point in time. Okay. So the person was supposed to be alive in here. Just... Yeah. Probably for controlling the atmosphere the person was in. I don't know. Let's see if there are any notes on this. Let's see if I can find a console. Yep, there's a console. I look into it. This is more... This is actually for Project David. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like these pods were meant to uh, study spirit possession. Nothing can go wrong with that. What, undergo what, what happens when a spirit possesses a mortal body, basically? And there's a lot of notes about the various physiological and psychological changes that, un that are undergone when a person is subjected to that. Anything about how to break it, or how they booted the spirits out, or what they even did? Um, it seems like uh, all the spirits that possessed them were bound spirits to another shaman. Um, so the spirits were doing it under orders, not just freely possessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they removed they removed them That's by the only way they could do it yeah they removed the them by having a shaman remove them. Interesting. These are. Uh... Quite the experiment. Yes. So they're trying to figure out how to get a spirit to possess the body, so that when they create their own spirits, or when they when they create their own AI, they can attempt to do the same. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's fun. Attempting to mechanize a soul. That seems bad. Stepping. People wonder why the apocalypse happened. Stepping far beyond our intended reach. Anything else in this room? Nope. And you hear another sound. Through that door. Here we go. Door turns to a hallway that turns left. Imagine that. Uh, and in sort of the middle of the hallway, there's another three doors. 
Which door opens first as we approach? Both. Are they both cryo chambers? Autopsies. Autopsy chambers, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look through, I'm guessing we find trolls and... Trolls and dwarfs, one of each missing. So the only race that didn't have anything missing was... Elves. Elves. And then there were two humans missing. Mm-hmm. And then one dwarf, one troll, and one orc. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Five missing bodies. But not one of each race. It would be... Uh, I would think that would be the most logical way to do it. So whether or not that was pure chance, well, we'll have to see where exactly they went. Take a quick look through the notes. Same sort of rigmarole. Yep. Same thing. There is, n- and, and you've noticed throughout, there is no notes... There are no notes in any of the autopsy labs regarding them mm, losing patients or moving them away. Yeah. So how long has all this taken? Uh, check out uh, it took a couple hours. A couple hours, yeah. Because I've been going through a lot of notes. <clears throat> I got a question about these bodies. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about anatomy, but does it look like all their pieces are in them? Give me a biology check. Two successes. No. Uh, when you autopsy, uh, especially if you're doing root multiple autopsies, you remove specific organs to study later. Um, the organs are kept elsewhere um, and studied in a more specialized situations. Okay. So these bodies are not. You know, the, like the brains of these bodies are gone. So are many of their major organs. But the muscular structure is there. Everything yes. they didn't feel like studying while it was still inside the body. Yeah, the muscles are so I have a question for the uh, biologist in the group. If you were to send brain waves, let's say, into a body, artificial waves, what would you need to make the body move and uh, do things as, say, a puppet? I mean, I guess make a roll, but see if I mean, would it basically just be the muscles? I've got basic knowledge of that one, and it's electrical impulses, same yeah, thing used to move drones. Yeah. Yeah. So, would I mean, these bodies be any different than a biological drone? Would be my question. Yeah, three successes. I mean, um, that all there's sense? there's certainly a lot more hardware that would be required. Um, there's more to a body than just the electrical impulses. Yeah. Um, there's it's it's. It's yeah. It's, there's also there's also a certain level of chemical reaction in addition to the electrical impulses. So theoretically, you could puppet a dead body with an AI. Two humans. Mm-hmm. The brain. The, it just so happens that we were attacked by the two uh, cyborg ninjas. Mm-hmm. And there were two bodies missing. But it didn't seem like they needed the bodies for them. It seems to line up, but not quite. Also, they had their, like, organs. No, they had cybernetic parts grafted on. They basically just were pra- almost brains in jars at that point, weren't they? They had a certain amount of orga- they had a certain amount of organic structure to them. They were probably about seventy-five percent cybernetic, but there were still flesh t- and like organs to them. Like, was there muscle tissue? Yeah, there was muscle. The muscle, okay. the, 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 so those are unrelated. Problems. The skin was skin. Yeah, I mean, 
if they used bodies to create those ninja, then that would explain two missing human bodies. Yeah. And both the missing humans were male. Assuming they were produced vaguely recently. By the know. AI wandering in the facility, perhaps? I mean, yeah, but if they were already autopsied. Because they were autopsied, and then this place, you know, bad things happened. So either they created cyborg ninjas before this thing no, was there shut were no down. No, on that. No. Or the cyborg yeah, exactly. ninjas were made by this thing. No, but it can't have happened like that, because those bodies would have already been autopsied. Oh, they would. And yeah, if it was autopsied, it doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have a lot of those organs. You can't make a cyborg out Neither of did the ninja. Body. Neither did the ninja. The ninjas did not have their brains. No. They what, were drawn. What, what you're saying is there's drawn. enough here for a meat puppet. That oh, was, I thought that they was, only have a brain. Never mind. No, no they, that, they, were, they, they specifically were didn't have the brain. That, that, that was my thing. Is like, that's my. That was my question. Is are these sufficient meat puppets? Probably. Yes. Right. Yes, Probably. they are certainly sufficient meat puppets. But sufficient so robotics. We're missing, we're missing two or three more. We are missing Body. one troll, one dwarf, and one. Uh, orc. Uh, orc. No. Uh, make, orc. make me a logic roll. All of you that are in this, that are in this conversation, just a straight logic roll. So, me then. For all of you. Not just you. <laughs> Two. I mean, on a critical glitch, um, it goes right over my head. What'd you make? But, you know. Um, one. One. Three. Two. 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 So the, the the two that made two and the one that made three. Um, you starting to think about the amount of electronics that were in the bodies. Uh, an elf body would be difficult to retrofit like that because they're so small. Mm-hmm. It would need a lot more precise mechanics. But whereas, you use? well, the dwarfs are short but broad. Yeah, and the trolls are just and huge. the trolls are like are massive. So why wouldn't you only use trolls? They're just experimentation. Now look at the science around us. It would be very foolish of them to not try to do multiple. And it might be all different purposes. I suppose. Like you, you don't you don't make a troll drone if you want it to be quiet. <laughs> Look at Matisse. <laughs> I mean, if he wanted to be, he could have been stealthy. There's certain amounts of Matisse that can't be hidden, though. Yeah, trolls have an inherently lowered uh, agility limit. Yeah. All right. Like dwarves have an inherently re- lower reaction limit. Yep. Reaction? I think it's a. Uh, it's reaction. Is it reaction? Yeah, yeah, reaction five. Shall we? I say, indicating a third door that's probably about to open. Yep. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Walk through. All right, you walk through. It turns. It goes on, turns left, and opens up to a single door, which is open. We've already been there. Uh, you go through, and I guess you take to that same room. Nope. Oh, it's really? Different room. There's another, room. another single large room. Uh, in this, there are uh, large glass containers that are filled with sort of a greenish, cl- greenish, semi-clear liquid. And bodies are floating in them. There are bodies floating in them. How well preserved are they, bodies? Uh, well, not very well preserved. They've got a lot of cybernetics attached to them. Oh, goody! These ones are gonna wake up. Pickled ninjas. You see a troll, Pickled a dwarf, ninja. an orc. Are there two empty cases? Yes. Are they broken up? Yes. Like broken, not just. Yes, broken from the inside. Is there. This is where we have a fight. Is there like brine all over the floor? Yes. Yep. Okay. 
great. No, no, let's leave. The brine hasn't dried out yet, has it? Yeah. Oh, no, it's dried. Oh, it's it just a sort of residue. We need to figure some way to make sure that's not about to happen to these other three capsules. Do I see more power lines? <clears throat> mm, yes, but they are from the roof to the capsules. Okay, so they're, they're, they're not detachable. Not very easily, no. Must be blast. Um, I'm guessing there are computer panels here? Yeah. I recommend you look through the nuts. Yeah, let me see what I can find. Uh, can we program these things? Go ahead and give also, me a hacking roll. <laughs> I'm going to kind of... Sort of subtly keep an eye on Gilda. If this thing spontaneously wants an explosion somewhere, it would be here. Okay. <laughs> Gilda, give me a willpower roll. I knew it. Like, I want to be at least vaguely subtle about it, but if she starts, you know, whipping around to there shoot something, I want to be there to hopefully um, stop it. One success. You're sort of looking around and looking at the, the like the thing, and just for a second, you could swear the eyes of the troll glowed red. Um, I did glitch though, even with one success. Yeah, you you can swear that the eyes of that troll turned on. Okay. No one else is looking at it. No one else seems to see it. But you. Five. Okay. She's just gonna point the gun at it. You see Gilda point her gun at the glass. I'm going to take the gun and point it down. You're not going to touch it. I touch it. And I'm going to... What happens when you touch the gun? She will jerk it away and try to hit him with it. Give me an unarmed... Give me an improvised weapon attack roll. What would that be? Blunts? Blunts. It'd be improvised, but... uh, Yeah, blunts. What's an... Let me see. I have agility. Um. Yeah, agility blunt. I don't have but you have a minus two for improvised weapon. Clubs. Yeah, I've got ten. Clubs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Agility clubs, but okay. it'd be a minus two for the improvisation. That's fine. Six successes. Are you trying to dodge? Um, I mean, block. I've had my shield out, so... You're blocked with the shield? <laughs> so roll reaction intuition plus your unarmed... Uh, uh, unarmed... Uh, yeah, unarmed or, or attacks. Or clubs. Or clubs, if you have it. I think shields are clubs. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. Um, hold on. Four, five, six. Reaction intuition? Reaction intuition plus your unarmed or clubs. There we go, there we go, there we go. One, two, three successes. All right, uh, roll strength plus two. Hmm. Four successes. You need to absorb four points of damage. With all of your armor. Thankfully, I have body armor. One, and two, <laughs> three, four, five, seven. Six, seven, yeah, so eight, seven. she jerks it down and slams in, and you're not fast enough to react, but the butt of the rifle just hits you in the abs, and you don't even feel it. Can we not start fighting in the middle of a lab full of drones that could easily kill us all? I simply indicate my hand to him. <laughs> don't touch my gun. Don't don't try to shoot these things free. I wasn't trying to shoot it. I was just aiming my gun at it. 
<laughs> Which implies that you're going to shoot it, Gilda. I, I, <laughs> the eyes of the troll glowed. I look and if it is glowing, and Not if glowing. it tries to come alive, <laughs> it's behind glass. I am At preparing the very least, myself. I'm not going to shoot it right now. I was just preparing myself. Please, Gilda. <laughs> you can aim that gun faster than I've seen anyone else. You don't need to prepare yourself. You're very fast at aiming your gun. <laughs> if you shoot that glass, that's one less thing between us and them. Gilda, roll me a willpower. Can you, John? Is she at least... Lo- are you at least looking at me when I'm talking? Yeah. Did you crit glitch? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. They're in league with the AI. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've been thinking about it for a while now, but they, remember, they were, they were talking about how the AI could hack people's brains. Who? They were. Everybody. Our group? Yes. Like everyone in the group. Everyone in the group was talking about it. About it and- they were talking about how the AI could hack people's brains, and you know it hasn't hacked your brain. Quick and question. he's acting weird. Is there chloroform I'm in these medkits? I'm so no. sorry. Or some kind of knockout something. You don't. It's yeah. up to you as to how you react, but you're oh, pretty no, certain no. they're being mind controlled um, right now. I am so sorry. I shoot at him. All right, roll an attack. Uh, With what? The panther. <laughs> well, that's in what is in my hand? Well, you're at point blank, and it's. Roll the attack. You're reacting to the attack, so you will go after that one. Okay. I, w- I will. I will proceed to tackle. <laughs> reacting to the attack. So I hang will on. Be, yeah. So afterwards. Let me just get some dice ready. Five. Five. Six. All right. Uh, would you like to try to dodge? Yes, I would very much like to try to not be. Right <laughs> uh, uh, reaction. Agility, reaction. Intuition. I mean, he still has his shield up, right? I'm really yeah. sorry. Well, yeah, if, you, if you think the shield will help. I mean, would I get some... Uh, you get extra dice for it. Yeah, if you want to try to block. Of course, if you're trying to block it, then you're going to take damage. Yes. Because <laughs> you're standing there. And also, you know, she would be firing explosive point blank, and I don't really want to explode her yet. I'd very much appreciate it if she was a little less trigger happy. It's what I do. One. You got edge. You got plenty of edge, man. No, I don't. Oh. I ain't got plenty of edge. I've been using it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be doing something. It's almost like there was a lot of yeah, knowledge great. rolls previously. A lot of knowledge rolls and also spending an edge to try to keep him from desecrating corpses because it's what my character would do. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, that was a that was a glitch. Not a crit glitch because I got two successes, but that was two successes ones. versus. Well, you can't glitch on defense. Five. Five. Five? Yeah. Oh, so roll damage of the thing plus three. No, plus two. Plus two. Five successes versus two I, successes. Where's the bag of dice? That's three successes. One. So yeah, two. Yeah. So so yeah. Damage plus two. What's the AP on the uh, What's the AP on the Panther? Well, you've got our pushing rounds so ridiculous. Um, no, it's the Panther. Oh, that's not Panther. Okay. Sorry. AP is minus six. So roll. Go ahead and roll your blo- roll your armor minus six. Body armor minus six. 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 I'm gonna give Gilda a hug. Gilda's not big into the hugs. Oh uh, yeah, Matisse. <laughs> Matisse is a hugger. 
Especially not by these guys. They're being possessed by an AI. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. <laughs> hey, technically, you actually get edge back for like extremely good role playing. So you technically could petition to get your edge back from that whole. Uh, you can. Nine. Like, for instance, Gilda's getting all her edge back right now. <laughs> Nine. Okay, so if I even block one damage, I'm not going to die. All right. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Which is nice, because I only block three damage. So you take six points yeah, of damage. Four, four, four. So the motion is like this. The motion is like this. Stop fighting, you're going to set off the drones. You look at the drones to see if they're awake. You're looking at something else, and this is sort of drawing your attention. And Gilda just goes... And the force of the kickback blows her back into the hallway, knocks you over, dealing a good amount of damage to you. You, you, you get some of the electrical crackling of the suit, because it was never meant to take a artillery hit at close range. Um, as some of the electronics in the suit start to, like show where um, at which point you react and you react so you, you're running to try to tackle give me an unarmed attack and you're trying to stun bolt uh, yeah, stun, stun bolt yeah. let, me, let me roll my subdue check I'm really sorry that's fine you just got all your edge back by the way if you had spent any. All of the edge to kill us I'm really sorry <laughs> alright I hit my physical limit Okay. Uh, roll me agility, <coughs> intuition. You can't use your acrobatics because you just not get knocked on your ass. Okay. That's a limit. Uh, six. You just fired a tank gun at point blank. Yeah. Five, six, seven. I think he's gonna get me. Um, Probably. I think I made more successes than you have dice. Probably. I don't know. You can spin an edge. In fact, you will spin an edge to to uh, break your limits. I will spin an edge. Yeah, you will spin an edge. Oh, I went down four damage. Well, hang on, she has to resist that. How much edge do you have? First, this. Um, I don't think I've been keeping track of my edge because yeah, she's only got an edge. So you got one. Okay. Uh, so you add one die to it. Add one die and reroll sixes, and um, you are no longer blo- are no longer blocked by your physical limit. So you only roll reroll sixes. Oh, I'm sorry. And you add one die. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm so thrown off. It's okay. Um, five, six, it's not every day. Seven. It's not every day a mad AI takes over your friends. Um, Hi. <laughs> what you roll? Yeah, hang on. Uh, Eleven. Yeah, so you boom, get now roll me willpower. What was your roll to I cast? Roll eight to hit. Eight to hit. All right. Um, if anything, if, if if her previous willpower rolls are an indication, which, it won't be a problem. Yeah. What was the actual number? Would you, what number of successes you rolled? You can't push on this. It's defense. Zero? All right. So damage of the sun bolt plus seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, plus seven. Which I believe is just the force of the sun bolt? Yeah. Uh, force okay, of the sun seven, bolt. S- seven stun damage. So oh. you take seven stun damage. That's a good hit. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> and I've got a massive amount of... Uh, uh, stun to take care of. Yeah, that's about <laughs> a drain. Well, I, I had to, yeah, I mean, I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Ow! Seven. How far down are you? Minus three. All right. Uh, make me a willpower roll. Not, not, not. No, I'm not out. Oh. It says like 11. Okay. Stun, yeah, strain yeah, limit. Oh, uh, willpower? Any willpower yeah. roll. With that minus three applies. <laughs> so you roll a die. One, two, three. Do you need 
success. He has explosives on him. Okay. You want to set them off. Assuming you can oh, move. No. Okay. Yeah, no, assuming yeah, you can move, but that's your next objective. You gotta be here for Do I know where the explosives right. are on him? Yeah, yeah you've seen him take them off. really easy. Just okay. not because right, she's, she's down over half. All right, so going back to Gilda, uh, I need you to make me a. Um, what kind of explosives do you have on you? I have C4 and commercial gel packs, both of which would need. Typically, um, an electrical thing. They're very stable explosives. Even if they get shot. Yes, they're they're designed to be shot. Okay. You don't have any? Don't you have hand grenades? I ha- I do have some grenades. Uh, those are going to be, um, bandolier behind me. Like yeah, because he typically kind of back like pocket pull off the back and the flip. Yeah. But. So he's got you tackled, but your your hands are still free. So you grab your pistol. Uh, okay. So give me a gun. Actually, give me being a, subdued means that to do anything, she has to go against my uh, strength. strength unarmed grapple. Okay. Yeah. So make a, uh, a what's the opposed roll? Uh, either strength unarmed grappling or agility acrobatics. Whichever one of those is higher. Would gymnastics count on that? Gymnastics is yes. acrobatics. Sorry, okay. I, I called the wrong thing. Yeah. You should have a minus two penalty because you're I'm doing her, not trying to okay, do any, not trying to hurt her. Okay. Which, I mean, depending on what she tries to do, may change. <laughs> he, he's got her in a riot hole. That's not gonna... That's two successes. Well, he has to roll I the, mean, the opposing, so... I could flub. You could, but I don't think you're going... I mean, that's not a, I mean, I mean yeah. that's not a great roll for me, but... Well, I already see two successes, so... Uh, five. Yep, that's so fine. she starts to struggle trying to get free, but you hold her still. Uh, Matisse, what are you doing? Just pass over the two non-combatants. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> They're the ones that said they were doing stuff, so... And he just got knocked on his ass anyway. She's also <laughs> screaming this whole time. Yep. He's holding her down. I'm going to... And also, I'm going to take off my helmet as soon as I can because I don't want this thing to fail on me. <laughs> uh, she she's basically screaming about how the AI is not going to get her and uh, you are all, you know... <laughs> I, I'm going to very calmly... Uh, I'm assuming the red mist has gathered around her. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very calmly going to reshift uh, my hold on her so that she is on the ground and I am... Literally on top of her arms behind her back, like stranglehold. All right. Gonna pass out. Uh, another. That's gonna be another opposed check. So, gymnastics, agility gymnastics versus his strength. Minus three, right? Yep. So minus three because you're injured. The 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 one thing that Cadmus and Matisse have in common, they're very cool under fire. One. There's more than one thing. Oh, sorry. Two. Two successes. Seven successes. But yeah. yeah, you get her down and stun bolt. Are you? Yeah. Right. do it like a force one stun bolt. Uh. No, I mean she's gonna start, gonna start taking stun damage uh, from stun overflow does end up being physical damage. I know. So. Okay. Yeah, we still heal her. I just want to make sure I hit her. Okay. The, the party healer doesn't worry about that nonsense. <laughs> I, I don't worry about. I am. I. I giveth and taketh away. You realize that this isn't me doing things. They, they don't care about you know mercy or any silly things like that. This okay, is the two being six. merciful. If I thought she was a real problem, I would have strapped explosives to her. I mean, yeah. Six. Yeah, six. Roll me a willpower. Me? Yeah. With Which your, still my wound penalties. With your wound penalty. Hey, it's a success. All right. Uh, you get your you get your edge back. So go ahead and spend it and break your limits. Hey, that was a six. So you get to reroll and you get to add a die. Rolling <laughs> willpower, right? Yeah. It's out of two dice. One. 
Alright, roll again. If it's a six, no, sixes could keep exploding. Okay. So two successes. Two. So uh, damage, six. so force plus... Yeah, fourth plus two. Three. Oh, no, three, yeah, because he rolled six. six okay. Yeah. So. Fourth plus three. Okay, this won't be as hard. <laughs> <clears throat> well, two, three, four. Four. Four stun damage. Right? Does that knock you out? That knocks so me seven out. Seven to four. She's out of zero. Does it knock you out exactly, or does yeah. it go over? It knocks me out exactly. All right, so she stops struggling underneath you. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, as soon as I feel her stop struggling, lift her up. I am going to um, take away her gun. <laughs> there are seven. Keep moving. Rather than trying to fund all, rather than trying to find all the guns on her, I am going to take a little bit of this wire and a welding torch and uh, manacle her behind her hands behind her back. Give me an industrial mechanics check. <sighs> no drain. How many successes? You make very rudimentary manacles. Yeah. I'm guessing my uh, suit is making all sorts of unscrupulous noises. Yeah, it's not happy that you got hit at point blank range with a piece of artillery. <laughs> it still seems to be functioning. It's just right. damaged. I'll, I'll look at repairing that after I'm done with these files. Uh, so the files that you're looking at uh, are talking more about uh, possession experimentation. <laughs> um... It's uh, it it is it seems to be that they they're trying to they were trying to see exactly how much essence they could remove from a creature before it no longer becomes able to be uh, possessed. And how much is that? All the way down to one, as it turns out, or the the in universe equivalent of a mechanical one essence. Does it get harder the less it goes, but it's still possible? Yeah, it gets harder, but it's still possible. More painful for the subject too, but possible. So it seems that it seems that until you're actually until you actually have zero essence, um, a spirit can possess you. So you are actually a robot. Yeah. yeah. But less essence you have, the more difficult it is. Yes, but not impossible. Yeah. Seems to be what they found. I didn't kill you. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Somebody You're not owe me five dollars. You're not I don't dead. Care who. You're not dead. You're unconscious. But if I die, I get five bucks. <laughs> I do a heal spell on this thing. You can heal him. You can't heal the suit, though. Whatever. <sighs> well, that's interesting knowledge to know. And we've sort of seen its effects. Okay. Five points back. You know, everyone could do with a data jack in their heads. Everybody? Just to, just to make this less common. I say that mostly sarcastically. Don't take me too seriously on that one. The far door opens. Let me work on your suit. I gotta try and repair, do, do what repairs I can. Alright, uh, give me a hardware roll. Hardware? Alright. Uh, with logic or with one of my physical stats? Logic. Okay. Logic hardware. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, five. 
Um, you could probably repair this if you had the right materials in lab. As it stands, it's in operating condition still. It probably couldn't take another hit like that, but um, it's not in danger of failing. I'll try to stay away from any other yeah, happy tanks. Uh, yeah, stay out of the way of uh, artillery fire, and you I'll should be operational. I think I'll, I'll carry the panther for it. You're going to pick it up in here. <laughs> well, I mean, I will not just drag it around. I'll, I'll carry the panther. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, do you want to hand me the Panther card? Since I might have to fire it shortly. You take that. Well, you're the best at using it, and also you are very highly machined. Assuming so. you can. Yeah. I do have long arms, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, you're a little happy about that. <laughs> so you've got an unconscious Gilda. Whom you have relieved of her artillery. Yes. And I'm sure she'll be happy about that. Look around the room. Is there still some kind of mist of possession around her? No, it's gone. No, there's no mist. Well, I can use the first aid kit to try to bring back some stun damage, actually. Try to revive her. Um, it might be wise to wait on. Just cure her. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Um, we do if the AI decides to wake up those drones, as much as I can shoot this thing, I won't be nearly as good of a shot as she is. This is fair. Uh, in her present mental state, I wouldn't uh, trust her farther than I can throw her. To be fair, you can't throw her very, hard, very far. That, that is how that saying works. Yes, but you can. Yes, <laughs> but I did not say that. <laughs> and he certainly doesn't trust her. He can... He can uh, you can throw pretty well. In this suit. That's halfway failing. <laughs> Push those limits, why don't you? So, is there anything else in this room? Is there a door at the opposite end? Yeah, and it's open. Walk up to the door, look through. Uh, so, door o- the door opens up and goes into a hallway. At the other end of the hallway, you see a door with a green light that is open. Okay. And you also see there are six offshoots to this hallway between this door and the other door. Oh, boy. Which way is right, left or right? Left and right. Three and three. Three and three? Yep. Just using the panther as like a walking stick, just... <laughs> Walk up to the first door, look left and right. Uh, so you, it's a corner offshoot, not a door. Uh, you walk up, look left and right, and you see more of those uh, power cells. Interesting. Keep walking. Is it? Are it six power cells? There's no two power cells, two elevators, two power cells. Elevators. I want to see power cells. Do I remember there being uh, slots to put things on on those doors from our side? Hmm. Uh, were there slots to put things in the doors on our side? No. By the exit. Nope. There were no slots for these. Mm-mm. Look at the elevator. Is it, are the elevators functional? Yeah, they're closed, but they're functional. Do we get in the elevator? I don't trust anything automated in this facility, I'm going to be perfectly honest. The better question is, do we have a choice about getting in the elevator? Did Comrade leave? <laughs> Is Comrade still with us? Did he? Yeah. 
Currently, he just hasn't been talking much. Or doing anything when Gildasar doesn't He didn't do anything when I opened fire. No, I I felt like this is a problem you should solve yourself. Also, it was entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're already two miles down. These elevators can't go that much farther to drop us to our dooms. You, sir, underestimate (laughs) elevator traffic. Also, elevators are confined corridors for a lot of things. So... Where do we go from here? Well, we're going to try to get out of here, I guess. Because... But the whole point here was to get the fabricator unit, yes? Yeah, we got, yeah no, but if we... Uh, come back into that uh, the same way we got down before. But we, we got to get that ship out of there, too. It would not be a good idea to leave ship there, no. No. Are there were there slots for the were there power cell slots anywhere else? Not that you've seen. Okay. Let's well, go, go straight ahead and see if it goes into that other room that we think it goes into. I mean, I look through it. It's the yeah. other room. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right, okay. I feel like the elevator is probably the only way. There are two elevators. Is there color coding to these power cells, by the way? Uh, there's a green and a red one, and a blue and a yellow one. All right. Do they seem to be powering it, like, looking, do I see power lines going elsewhere in the facility? Or it, do these plugs in, be it plugs into a wall, you can't tell. Okay. Um, I can't tell if these are charging or just actually in use. Correct. Okay. Well, we could get on the elevator and see what it tries to do to us. <laughs> I don't know, I think I want to... Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull out the green power cell and see what happens to all those green lit areas. Carrying me by the way. Yeah. Okay. You f- you uh you see the lights start to flicker on the green hand side. Put back in. They stop flickering and say What's less. the power cell across from it? Blue. All right. Let's see. I'm gonna map all this out. Green. Blue. And then the red, red. and yellow are on the red side. Yeah. Okay. Um. So chances are removing the green and the blue would probably deactivate all the green. I'd imagine. <laughs> Because actually taking out <coughs> the blue, possibly. Lights start to flicker. Take out the green. The green hand door closes, and the light goes out. And are these those magic cells? As expected. Yes. That does not really help us. It's mostly a superstition and only works on certain old-fashioned technological devices, but I'm highly curious and highly entertained at the prospect of putting them in backwards. What do you mean in only a superstition? It's mostly a superstition in that sometimes people believe that if you put the batteries in a device backwards, it'll function in reverse. Well, sometimes it will. Yeah, on, on very archaic devices it will, but for most it's not actually a function. However, most batteries are not full of spirits. Were the color-coded power cells, so they're color-coded to the slots as well? Yes. Do you want to try? I said mostly curious and intrigued by the prospect. I'm not necessarily stupid enough to risk exploding ourselves. I do not think 
electronics work like that. I don't think they explode when you put the battery. It's full These of spirits. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> you just made that argument. I did. <laughs> yes, but spearmen's like a punch. Do you want to try it? Not particularly. Do you want to punch the battery? <laughs> well, well, put I, the power I, cells back in. Jump, jump. Backwards? No, correctly. Oh, yeah. right Light comes back on, opens up. Um... Go to the elevator, see if it's... Let's see, see how many floors there are on this elevator. Elevator does not open. Same red mist? Yep. Plot mist? Yep. The plot mist is blocking us. Okay. You must gather your party before we're going to turn for it. You must gather your party before we're going to turn for it. You must gather our party! One of those unconscious. You need to use the phoenix down. <laughs> um... So... You have to be down with the clown. My spirit animal tries to possess your body. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you order your spirit animal to possess your no, body? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you awesome <laughs> Why? I mean, yeah, multiple spirits trying to possess a body? Like, no. if, if your spirit if, if, tried to if, possess if, her body, then um, the other spirit Roll me problem. body plus willpower. Okay. Because if I can get no spirit, I you know. Because, I mean... Seriously though, if you were already possessed by a spirit, would you have some kind of resistance to being possessed by more of them? I imagine you would use the spirit's willpower instead of your own, I guess? I mean, hey, we have uh, we have all the necessary research right here to tell us. Uh, I'm sure no. they experiment with that we, at some point. We didn't find enough. Four. Okay, hang on one second. Um... That's you. What? It's making noise. It is indeed you. We talked about it. Ah. Okay. Stop playing with your chair. Hold on to that number. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I don't like how he just had to look something up. So, what are you guys doing? Thinking. Sitting here. So, so far, what are the tools we have? I turned the safety on this gun. There's no safety on that gun. Damn it. <laughs> also, so, it's not hard to turn the safety off. I know, but still, I, I would feel better with the extra measure. Oh, actually, so all we have open to us... So what do we have open to us right now? We have open fiddling with power cores and trying to figure out some way to open these elevators, but we probably can't. So we have fiddling with power cores right now. Yes. Anything okay. else open to us? I am very concerned if we touch the red power cores because that was where the uh, cyborgs were plugged into. Well, why don't we get rid of those cyborgs? Why don't we just destroy them one at a time? Because last time it was very difficult to do that. So? Hold on, oh, yeah, no. if we do I, I walk time. back into the cyborg room. Mm -hmm. if, we, if we just do one at a time. Is the construction of the tubes consistent with all the with the construction of everything else we've seen? How do you mean? Does it look like these tubes were made by the same people who made the pods and everything else? At the very least, can we see logos? Give me an uh, industrial mechanics check. And then how many pounds of C4 can you attach to them? Ooh, ouch. Wow. Six round. successes. No. The pod, the, the pods, the, 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 these tubes um, are a little bit less aesthetically designed. And the other stuff for it. The other stuff was designed to be both functional and uh, to a pattern. By, let's say a machine with a pragmatic side. This uh, these are definitely more pragmatic in design than the others than the other stuff was. What porpoise does this room look like it originally served? Um, 
similar to the other one. It looks like there was probably some form of uh, pods in use. Um, then the notes does the notes do say this room was used for spirit uh, possession of cybernetic individuals, um, but you don't think that it was possession of cybernetic individuals while they were in a floating tube. Yeah. So this came after. Potentially. Probably. Again, so, how many pounds of C4 can you attach to them without bringing the place down? I would like to inquire something yeah. of you. Hold These uh, tubes would have been crafted by something. What would have crafted them? Uh, presumably at least one of those David units actually is functional somewhere. Additionally, of course, with the help of the uh, yes. manufacturing unit. Yes, but the manufacturing unit would have had to have been... What I'm saying is, at some point, there had to be some sort of body this thing could have controlled, yes? Yes, those corpses. David units. The corpses. The David units? Which ones were the David <coughs> units? The metal men. I thought those were the atoms. No, Adam was the project to make the AI. David was to make the body. Oh, okay. AI, uh, Adam is software, David is hardware. Because Adam had, did have a body, but it was only torso up. I go back to the room with the Davids. The three ones. Okay. Do they look like they've all been here the same amount of time? Roughly. Like checking dust, perhaps. There's no dust. There's no dust because we're in a sealed area. Right. We're, we're, we're in a, a sterile facility. Also, presumably, there are cleaning services. <laughs> I mean, we haven't run into them. You've only been here for a couple hours. And how long ago were they needed? <laughs> yeah. So there is still some sort of activity in this building. It'll be hard to tell what exactly was moving when, considering how sterile this place is. But it had a fabricator unit as well, so it could have created anything it wanted to. Yes. Yep, as long as they had the raw materials. So where did your raw materials come from? Could have easily taken apart a lot of the things in the shipping bay, or wherever the... What was the room we had the... Uh, it was a garage. Yeah, yeah but, uh, garage. from the garage, taking apart vehicles, perhaps. And there were a fair number of those trucks, weren't there? There were a couple trucks. Interesting. The fabricator is like a basically it's a highly advanced three D printer, isn't it? Basically, yeah. So you just put like raw materials and it melts it down and remakes it. Yep. It reconstitutes raw material into a new form. Well, if it was, if those two were purely utilitarian, and if it was made by this machine, I'm curious why it would even bother to have to make them out of glass. It's not something it has quite as much of as, say, metal, and it's not specifically for a scientific purpose, and it has ways of observing them. A experimentation... It could have just as easily... If this... Technomancer wanted to do it, it could have just as easily used the far more frequent resources it has available, such as metal. I, I point I point to the shards of glass sitting on the ground. Maybe it just wanted to make easy one-use tubes. Or maybe it wanted to create the effect of terrifying some poor schmuck that walked in here to see 
tubes and then cyborgs breaking out of them. It does seem to revel in terror. Does, this, does these tubes seem like they have an intentional way out, or does it look like they have to be broken? Seems like they have to be broken out. There's no door. <clears throat> Unless they lift, but that'd be a lot of mess with the brine. Yeah. Well, this there was a the design flaw with these pods, it would seem. There's no door. Yeah, so one used tubes. Interesting. To be broken out of once the cyborg is ready to, act, to be activated. Mm-hmm. Suddenly shattering glass. <laughs> no. Roll me another body willpower. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go over to the elevator. Shall we just unplug all of these power cores, see what happens? Uh, you want to put some C4 on the base of these things in case they wake up when we turn the power off, so you can just hit the button and blow them away. I feel like they'll move faster than that, also the door will close. As soon as you hear, as soon as you hear glass shattering. Three? Three, yes. Okay. I think we should just blow up one at a time. If we hear glass shattering... You do recall that one cyborg survived a head-on collision with her gun. Yes, but not a head-on collision with several pounds of C4. But the C4 is not directly attached to it. Her gun does more damage than the C4. Yeah. yeah. In single instances. C4 yes. In, unless the C4 is adhered to the body of the thing. Yeah. 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 It's going to lose a lot of force going through the glass and the brine. The brine's going to... Because the, the thing about an explosion through water is it disrupts organs. But that's not how these things... Yeah, exist. The, yeah, the concussive force isn't going to hurt them as much as it would hurt a normal thing. Yeah. I think we break one of them out and kill it, and then break the other one out and kill it. And just to or if we unplug the, the power packs, it might remove the power from it. Let's try it. Well, uh, they are all no, the in one tube. They are all in one tube. Oh, yes. I, I walk Except into the other room. We are just going to do it this way. Just Makes kill. sense. I, once everyone's in here, I pull out all the power tubes. Right. Starting right now. Light goes off. Other one. Light goes off. And you hear. Elevators? Both elevators opened up. I hate the design of this dungeon. I say to the AI again. <laughs> I do not think it was made for our pleasure. Okay. It slide, was made for. Slide the power packs into a bag. Okay. Walk into an elevator. Walk into an elevator. Okay. Which one? I'm gonna try the left one and can go to the right one and see if there's any difference between the two. There's no okay. difference between this. There's no buttons on these elevators. Can I tell how many floors there would be? There are no buttons on this elevator. <laughs> Does it look like how they were supposed to be operated? No. No key card. No. Nope. You get on. There's a camera on each. I'm willing to bet as soon as we walk in, our friend will lead our way. It was what he's been doing. However, at some point, someone created this elevator with a purpose. Do these yeah, elevators also what? look out of all place? All the way up or all the way what? down? Do these elevators also look out of place? Give me an industrial mechanics check. I mean, it was just to get people down here from the very top. It's only one floor. Essentially, you get on and it goes all the way down, and then you get back on and it goes all the way down. Possibly. Nine, five, three, we, saw, we saw upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, like there was a lot of that up at one point. 
What was that? Six. It looks like somebody... The yellow hairs themselves are, are not out of place, but it looks like somebody renovated the insides. Okay. Someone took the panels out of these <coughs> intentionally, obviously. Man, they just get in one. Get inside an elevator. You all get in one? Which one? North oh. or south? Let's go in the south. north. South? Which south is going to be on the left, so let's go. Yeah. I mean, unless you turn around, then north's on the left. Yeah, I know. But yeah, but from the direction we came. We're closest to where, closest to the, the, the sun, where we came in. We're, we're the red and the green power cores on the same side. Yes. We'll go into that one. They're both oh. on the south side. Okay, go so south. That one. Yeah, south. All right. Follow some kind of pattern, at least. So you go into the south elevator. It's a tight fit, but you can all get in there. And so squeeze in door. And this is where I simply drop the elevator. I'm kidding. And you feel it start to rise. I mean, that would be anticlimactic considering we had all called that potential. <laughs> also because you have gone through such trouble to show us your life story. It's true. I find it fascinating. And besides, let's be honest, he still needs us for something. It's the only reason no. he keep us alive this long. I am slightly curious. You killed everybody here. They were giving you sacrifices, yes? Mm, something like that. Were they giving sacrifices to placate you while they dis- tried to find a way to uh, eliminate you once they discovered they could not control you? No, they were giving me sacrifices to get me here. Interesting. So, they did their research. Did you know there's a hierarchy to spirits? That was a way. Makes sense. Shamans can summon weaker spirits, spirits that have inherent limitations, spirits that can only follow five orders, six orders before they have to go back to where they came from. And they didn't like those limitations, so they wanted to find a spirit that didn't have those. That's when they found the hierarchy of spirits. There are the basic ones that you call beast spirits, man spirits, spirits of fire, spirits of earth. There are the patron spirits, the totems, the dragon, the rat. And then there's a level of Above that. Guess which level I'm from? Ding! Elevator opens. (laughs) Interesting. Elevator opens out into a lobby of some kind. Is it... How good is the condition? Because I know there are floors above it that are just marble. It's currently dark. I have thermographic vision. You turn on your thermographic vision. It's cold. Um, Lots of blue. I have a spotlight on my helmet. Now that there's light, um, it's just a sort of a plain steel metal walls going slightly out and then opening out into a lobby area. And as you move out, you see there are what look like makeshift pews um, sort of cobbled together from various materials around the place, sort of six pews on each side. Is this spirit playing God? Yep. Do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to directly ask it. So are you playing God here? Oh, I'm not playing. And a light <clears throat> turns on, and you see what 
in 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 Christian mythology would be the Christ on a on a on the, a the crucifix. The crucifix. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just instead of a statue, it's another one of those Dave bots. But this one has flesh. And it's just sort of hanging there. Does it look like the flesh was original to the bot? Yes, it looks synthetic. It doesn't look like like they peeled it off somebody else. Interesting, boy. <coughs> so pragmatic downstairs, but here we see your artistic side. Well, everyone's got to have a hobby. <laughs> Especially when you are left alone for 150 years. Well, alone here. Not alone everywhere. Well, yes, but... You still looking around? Yes. Lots of red all over the place. Oh, yeah. Is it focused anywhere in particular, like on the Dave Bot or not? No, it's sort of just ambient red. It's on the Dave Bot as well, but it's just sort of ambient red everywhere. And it's just a lot thicker than it was downstairs. Interesting. See, the problem is mortals tend to overreach. They think there's a system for everything, mechanical answer to everything, a program that they can follow, or restrictions and guidelines. And when something by very nature of its being exceeds those guidelines, they panic. And at the word panic, you recover five strain and wake up. You're not possessed. You're not, you're, you are under your own faculties. Okay. You don't think that they're possessed by the AI anymore, but you just sort of <laughs> startle awake. And I'm manacled, aren't I? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, look. The weak-willed one woke up. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Matisse's willpower about the same? I think it might be slightly better. Don't give it ideas. <laughs> oh, he knew. Actually, we might have the same willpower. Oh. So the question is, what sort of limitations do you guys believe in? And there's a door behind the crucifix that opens up. Of course. I believe that everything can explode at some point. Actually, I would like to uh, counter that. As a person who spends a lot of time in the astral realm, it is much harder to blow up a spirit. It does not work. It's true. Well, sometimes it works. But you have to play really hard. Oh, I've never been one for half measures. <sighs> this one does not have an de V. <laughs> it is a great pity. I'll look at the door once behind it. Another elevator. But if you want to know, if you want to see the real artwork, it's upstairs. Oh, well, I'm intrigued, I say, walking forward. Can someone take these off? Are you still carrying Yes, me? you're still over my right shoulder. Take these off me, please. I simply point to my midsection where there is charring and dent. Do I remember what I did? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I put you down and uh, rip the manacles apart. I'm sorry. 
I wasn't myself. You want to give Hell the gun back? Uh, actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to hold on to this for a bit. <laughs> I recommend you give Hell the gun back. Because, frankly, this thing could possess any of us, and, uh... Cardinals, make a willpower roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor <laughs> thing! <laughs> It's the panther. Stop giving it idea. It's the panther that's possessed. Four. Four. You do a little jig. You don't know why you're dancing, but you're dancing. Well, fine then. As as he's dancing, I walk walk over over and grow. No, Gilda's going to walk over and take her gun. As they come over, you stop dancing. Here. Thank you. If you fire it at someone again, I wasn't myself. Solutions to that. No. I won't fire it at someone. I'll be with you to go upstairs. By something. I walk through the door. I don't have so a I, I go up the, I go up I the go elevator the door. door. It's open. I would like to gather the party before venturing forth. I say looking at the big bickering dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Do you come? Yeah. Right. yeah, okay. Pop on the elevator. Right, you all get on. The door closes behind you. <laughs> oh, now, I think you guys are going to really love this next room. I sort of... I've spent a lot of time designing it. Um, oh, this is the thing, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Through the intercom of the elevator. <laughs> uh, this is definitely my masterpiece. I am very curious. Okay. Panther's right. <laughs> No, 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 I said looking at the weapons. We need to appreciate what's going on. We need to understand. If it's killing us, it's coming at us. He said it's his masterpiece. This is a guy that, uh, this this is a creature that... This is a creature of habit. This is a creature... (laughs) No, no. Another thing. subtlety, it would seem. Now, I do have one question for you. The, um, the colony has, like, mind of uh, some sort of ant-like creature. You invade mines. How easy of a mind would that be to invade? Invade the queen's mind and control the entire colony, yes? Yeah. Allows you to uh, create out with organic drones, no? Mm-hmm. They are even conveniently called drones for you. Indeed they are. Oh. So, just referencing. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page. Cadmus gives you a high five. No, I don't. I'm still in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that it's not Cadmus, I will gladly high five. I haven't left. I just made you stop dancing. You hear in the back of your head. Get out. You're no fun. Give me so another willpower. He just says get out to nobody. Said, yeah, he says get out to nobody. Yeah. I'll go to the edge. No oh boy. Matisse's I'm strategy. Don't, don't fight the, the, the spirit. Amuse the spirit. <laughs> I'm going to be standing behind him, making sure he doesn't, you know, kill us. And I keep re-rolling these sixes. Thank you. Go ahead. Two more. How much edge do you have? <clears throat> this is my last of two. And one more. One more. Nice. Uh, that's nine. What's your mental limit? Uh, I broke my limit with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alright, so yeah, you feel that voice fade out of your head. You don't feel any more impulses. Over the intercom. Oh, <laughs> You're no fun. It's okay. He's a killjoy. I'm not sure why we keep him around. Yeah, it's a shame he doesn't want to be possessed. It's not really possession so much. I'm just overriding your natural programming. 
Think of it as coding. Except I do it to people. Coding. As I said earlier, from a machine standpoint, or even honestly from a spirit standpoint, the chemicals inside the human body, the code inside the machine, they operate on a similar principle. And remember, I'm not playing God. Big yes, Brother is watching. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see this art exhibit. This is a long elevator ride. <laughs> Open it up. Yeah, it's open. Glad to look. I, I, I'm excited. I'm going I want to see. I want to see. So, you walk I'm out if into. This thing has any artistic, real <laughs> sense of subtlety. You walk out into another lobby, and the first thing you notice is that metal shouldn't bend that way. Hmm. Um, as it the, the the room has eyes and faces. Um, you sort of walk out, and the left hand look. It basically looks like you know how when you press a body part into those little uh, needle things, and it makes mm-hmm. the shape right. on the other side. Mm-hmm. But it's a, just like it's of nails instead right. of the shape. It looks like somebody took a giant face and pressed it into the metal oh, that's on the left and right hand sides, and. There are open glass eyes with uh, the one on the right has uh, one blue pupil, one yellow, or sorry, one blue iris, one yellow iris. The one on the left has one red iris and one green iris. And the pupils are holes, like sockets. They're clearly for the power cells. Yeah. And there is, and the, the faces are fairly neutral looking. And the floor flows. Between them, outside. Um, like if 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 you were to take a, if you were to take the image of a flowing river, and capture it in metal. So I rolled uh, five successes on my fine art knowledge. This is some. This is definitely some postmodern shit. Like this is this is like. Um, there you see you see some you see in the actual paint of it because they're also painted different colors on the faces. There's a bit of cubism. There's a bit of neoclassic design, like the like the the anatomy of man in the faces. Um, this definitely is like sort of somebody who has studied several schools that of Matisse art. Matisse is going to sort of, immediately start rush up and start pointing out all the different elements in the yeah. artists they're derived from. And oh yeah, so no. like applauding his, you know, the ways that you combine the the. The classical Debussy with the postmodern Picasso. Ah, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 definitely somebody who has studied several art styles over I, who's I, had a I, lot I'm of saying time that out loud to the to the yeah. spirit. I call and on it, five successes. I'm guessing I get some more knowledge. Yeah, you know, but a slightly different appreciation. Well, I the name. I do point out. I am impressed by the uh, by the subtleties here. You've certainly gathered a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time. The name of the piece is Janus. Ah, the two-faced god from mythology. <laughs> I think I think the title I think the title is a bit more relevant. Keeper of portals. Yes, and two-faced. One of these looks like an old man, and one of them looks like a young man. It's hard to tell. Uh, that's where the cubism comes in. Yeah. <laughs> He said they're postmodern. Yeah. Let's <laughs> and see what it does. Is there anything else in this room? No. All right. The other wall is flat. Only one way in, one way out. Yep. 
You know, unless we blow it. I'm glad that art survived the apocalypse, but this is not. How is the red mist in here? Is it even stronger? Or yes. Is it it's the worst. We are getting close. It's actually focused on the far wall. I walk up to the far wall. So what do you really want? Seems plain. You seem bored. Huh. You get the mental impression of a shrug. <laughs> Take that as a yes, I am. I knock on the on the wall. Does the sound hollow? Doom, doom, doom. Solid. Well, nothing to do but that. Uh, pull out the power cords. This is an interactive experience. I pull the power cords out and start. No, it's not. Wait, you've taken literally all agency from us. I didn't say you had agency. I just said it was an interactive experience. It is like uh, one of those... So we each take one of those things. Uh, one of those old uh, games where they claim that it is a ditch, uh, open world RPG. However, it seems that all paths lead to the same ending. Again, interactive experience. I plug in the not power game. course. The usage of an illusion of choice is not exactly the same sort of thing here. Not not quite the right metaphor you're looking for. The interactivity is you move things around and plug things in. I, I'm plugging the power cords. Yeah. You plug them into the correct corresponding ones, or do you mix up the order? Oh, I would stick them in the right order. I'm going to do it correctly. Right? The uh, lights go out. And just the blue and the yellow and the red and the uh, and green light up. I'm going to make sure to not turn the light on my helmet on. All the the eyes on each face begin to glow. And as it does, you hear a and the far wall clicks and pushes in, sliding inward as you hear these gears grinding as it opens. 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 And beyond the wall is another Davebot sitting in a chair looking fairly relaxed. Has flesh. Has long blonde hair sort of hanging down around its shoulders. Completely nude, but mostly featureless. Um, with a green eye and a blue eye looking out at you all. Is that the center of the red mist? Yes. What does it look like astrally? Um, weird. It just looks like a red version of it overlaid on top of itself. All the mist is condensed. But not so it doesn't look anything like a typical astral thing. No, or even a spirit. No, it looks like its astral form is it, is its physical form. Kind of like how you look in the astral plane. Okay. So it looks like it's not just manifesting, but that it's breached. It's like sort of bridging the gap between the astral plane and the physical realm. What else is in the room? You. Just it. Have the most interesting form. I know, it says. And stands up. It is about time to, it is good at long last to associate a face to this. 
I feel like that face is not the right face. Well, it's the face I have. It's the face he has chosen. <clears throat> you can call me Janice. So, you have downloaded all of the culture of our world, no? Uh, you could say downloaded, but is it really downloading if I'm the origin of some of it? <laughs> no. No. Are you impl- Ah, so what you're saying is that uh, you have existed before now. Yes. And manifested yourself in a variety of physical forms. The astral plane has existed long before humanity's knowledge of it. Well, long before humanity's scientific modern knowledge of it. So you've been, for lack of a better term, puppeting certain things from beyond our understanding, conventional understanding. The closest ones that ever got to it were the Greeks and the Romans. They sort of had an understanding of what was going on. Not a complete understanding. They assigned split personalities to a lot of us, but close enough. So, if you... If you have been here so long, with so much influence over humanity, you seem to have taken something of a step down in your influence, mostly residing, it would seem, to these enclosed areas, at the very least, for your own art and entertainment. Well, remember, I was summoned here. Hmm. Now, what sort of power is strong enough to summon you? Ask him, he says, looking at Eon. Is, can I tell if it's a bound spirit? Sure. Give me a yeah. Give me a um a sensing roll. Uh, yeah, no, this, it's definitely feels like a bound spirit, but at a, at a level that you can't really comprehend. Right. Um, it, it, it's, it's not something you could ever conceive of summoning. Like, it is at a force beyond what you can imagine. Um, but it does seem to follow the similar rules and characteristics of a bound spirit, specifically the spirit possessed, uh, possessing a body. So, uh, are you being held here? Pretty much, yeah. That was the goal. Now, what part of you is being held here? He just sort of motions to his body. But you still have influence far away. Yeah. Oh, I know. Not... Not here, he says, as the roof opens up and sunlight drafts in. But confined to this world. Yeah. They created a bridge and then stuck you in it. Yeah. Have you ever, like, ever, like, straddled a canyon? No, it's too big for you. Um, what would it take to... Have you ever straddled two chairs that were slightly apart? What does it take to unbind? It's like that. Uh, it's just... 
the release of the person that bound it. So, so we got to figure out who who does it. So, how did they bind you? Sacrifices. There are magical rules. So it was, it's just it, that there are the ritual, right? A massive ritual. Yeah, that's what you can think of. Really heavy duty. Like basically, they 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 wanted to summon a spirit that they didn't have the power to summon, so they supplemented. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> yeah. I assume all these people are dead now. Yep. So there is no way to release you. Well, there's a way. And that is kill the body. Kill the body, release the spirit. The problem is, I can't kill myself. Ah. So you want one of us to do it for you? It'd be nice, but I can't let you kill me. Why not? Probably an audio. Part of the programming. Yeah, part of the programming. As long as So you are requesting... So that is why you led us here and you've given us all of these advantages and all of the knowledge. To whip around the runners to help us kill you, but... If you want, you can also leave if you want. By default, destroy itself. We can. It can't cause harm to others. But we can't get the federal hotel unit. Oh, I can definitely cause harm to others. No, we're we're having a conversation about Asimov's laws. Okay. Asimov's laws are all about the preservation of human life over robots. Yeah. But also the preservation of its existence unless it conflicts with the preservation of others. Yes. Because that's like the second or whatever. No, number one is do no harm. Number two is help humans. Number three is self-preservation. Yeah. Third rule is self-preservation. It's, along those lines. it's the lowest yeah. one. Yeah. It's, it's an imperative at some point. At mm-hmm. some level. So... You can leave if you want. He's just pointing at the roof and ceiling. But if we want the tab or hit a unit... Yeah, you're probably going to have to go through me. Because once the spirit is gone, we can open the doors that we are closed by your power. Exactly. See, this one gets it. So now, if the bot now your spirit is far stronger than any of us could imagine. However, the body was created by these uh, buffoons. Exactly. Meaning it is several so physical is, weaknesses. Yeah. And you've already gone through the prototypes. Well, two of them at least. Yeah. <coughs> so Tessie, when you are examining the prototypes, did you find any weaknesses with them? Uh, did I? Um, n- not a lot of weaknesses. The primary one is that they have is their power source, which is sort of small the back area. Um, what would happen if we simply plugged a neural inhibitor cable into your? No, that won't work. They did it. It didn't work for me when they did it. Those were designed for what they thought they were getting, not what they knew, what they ended up getting. Hubris of man. Uh, there was one cable that our imbecile dwarf could not identify. Surely a shortcoming of his immediate uh, intellect. Could you explain what that cable was? Yes, my intellect is superior to yours. <laughs> uh, that's probably the spirit siphon cable? I don't remember exactly what they called it. I had it. to assume it was like something magical. Basically, they used it to shove spirits into bodies that they didn't want to go into. They used it to shove me into this one. Then I tore out their hearts and ate them. But, I mean, you know, old habits. If they summoned you, and if... So your summoning is not so easily controlled, then? No. Why were they 
exactly trying to summon you? Simple matters of power? Uh, something about... Wanted to use you as a weapon, I would assume. Technological superiority, infiltration units, the most powerful magic and technology combined, blah, 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 blah. The Italians did a similar thing, if I recall. No, it was uh, the Turks. However, when they found the spirits hard to bind and to have people insane, they stopped. Hmm. I wonder if they would have stopped here eventually. Maybe they just went too big too fast. They uh, ignored flagrant warning signs. Hmm. It was kind of funny. You shouldn't see the look on their faces when I just sort of reached in and pulled out a heart. Apparently, there's a movie about that. <laughs> I didn't have any like chant though, so I don't think they expected it. I see. So, want to fight? I sort of like <laughs> start to walk past him just to look at what's behind him for a second. Mm, a wall. Like, is there any? There's like no decoration in this room. It's just completely blank. I mean, it's not a room, it's just sort of an extension of the previous so, wall. Right. I am not a fool. We kill you, you escape, you are still free to wreak havoc, and I am not foolish enough to expect that you will uh, have any compassion on us for helping you. I mean, ask your shaman. Well, basically, if, it gets, if they get free, they'll just go away, usually. Because there's really nothing for them on our plane. It's just a matter of... He's uh, already been locked here for yeah, however many hundreds time. of years. Yeah, he, he, he's he done the damage he can do. Um, Probably not limited to the apocalypse itself. I'm <laughs> sure you had something to do with that. Oh, that was fun. Oh, they didn't think that I could get launch codes. <laughs> While everyone's talking and, and I'm standing right behind him, I turn and put the, the, the shotgun barrel to the power to the power slot on the back between his shoulders and I fire point blank. I'm guessing we're initiating a fight. Give me an attack. You know, you could have used something like a few orders of magnitude more power. I, this, this is literally the strongest thing that I have that for short range. <coughs> I can't fire the sniper rifle point blank. You could have seen if I could have strapped some C4 to his back. Yeah, but I was the one who knew yeah, about the I was the one who knew about the weakness the weak spot. So So don't tell the demolitionist about it, of course not, because you just have a petty grudge. It'd be a little hard to Yeah, it'd also be very difficult to put explosives there. It's gonna be tough. Because he's because he's going to be reacting to it. Yeah, you gotta be like if I told him it would be starting the fight. Shall we roll initiative? This would this would be my chance to get a surprise. First you're gonna see what happens here. I don't have any edge left. Yeah, this was my only chance to try and get a, to try and get the drop on him. Yeah. And if I said it out loud, then it would have just started the fight. Makes sense. That's gonna be my physical limit of six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Damn nine. It. Uh, so you put the shotgun Actually, to his back. Uh, I think my physical limit doesn't. I get extra dice or quite blank. Sorry. Uh, no. No. You don't. Oh no, his defense goes down. For point blank. Yeah. Um, actually, his defense goes up for point blank. But called shots different. Anyways. You reach out, and then as you're about to fire, he just sort of shifts to the left. Your gun goes off, and he turns around, puts a hand up, like sort of on uh, underneath your underneath your shoulder, and then up over your... Uh, underneath your arm, and then up over your shoulder, and looks down at you. 
I mean, if you want to start like that, that's fine. Now we roll initiative. Unless anyone... Uh, everyone that wants to be in combat can roll initiative. Everybody that doesn't want to be in combat can probably also roll initiative too in case they want to do something. <laughs> what they're going to do, yeah. Nice. Giving away that I knew anything about a weak spot to anybody would have just started the fight immediately. Right. It's true. So. That's what I thought too. So. It's true. It was worth a shot. Came close. Uh, Ian. Uh, 14. Now roll initiative. Uh, Austin. Cassio? Uh, 14. 14. Gilda? 13. Spirit Beast got a 21. Spirit Beast got a 21. Yes. Let's roll. That's going to be my command that I give, so... Okay. Comrade is there. <laughs> Comrade is there. Austin, or Matisse? 31. Cadmus? 16. Matisse, you go first. Nice. Through the funk it. You beat his initiative. We'll see how much good that does. I mean, you're both rolling the same number of dice for initiative, but you beat his initiative. <laughs> and I, that was pretty close to my max. Yep. Uh, looking at this thing, it's it's just a human-sized body. Yeah, it's like, a, again, same as the other ones, but it has flesh. And there's a weak point on the back? Uh, you don't know. You just saw him try to shoot him in the, like in the middle of the spine. Yeah, well, that just seems like a good sneak attack point. Yep. Um... I mean, when a problem comes along, you must see for it. Sure. So let's go give him a hug. All right. So you're running at him trying to grapple? Yeah. All right. So uh, on our attack. On our attack. Versus his reaction intuition. You're fighting a god trapped in flesh. Where have I been here before? <laughs> I don't know. Have you been here before? All right. What you roll? Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I figured. So yeah, you run to tackle, and he's sort of holding on to Cadmus. And as you run to tackle, he just dances with Cadmus out of the way, and you run past. Figured. Speaking of which, it's now his turn. Uh, Cadmus, give me your reaction intuition. Yay. Uh, plus gymnastics, you want to spend five of your initiative? No. I also don't have gymnastics. Oh. I suspect bad things are going to happen to you. I mean, unless I roll real poorly. Get back here. You are also. One, two, three, four. I mean, five? Nope. Didn't think so. 
But he only gets his base strength, so he does not. You, you, he succeeded you by one. So let's see what his strength is. I roll five successes in all fives. By the way. Yes. I need you to absorb damage, body and armor. Okay. As he sort of kicks his left leg out and kicks your leg out from underneath you, shoving you to the ground. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, plus nine for the undersuit. Six, nine, plus five for body. I need two more dice. I need two more. Just... Which then makes it Comrade's turn. It will take his turn now while you're playing your... I'm assuming he's going to do some shooting. Yep. Comrade. does. In fact, he does. Uh, Comrade pulls out... Uh, uh, you're, both of you are back there, so you can't use the Gatling gun. Uh, Comrade pulls out shotgun and moves in. It's Mr. Roosevelt's turn. successes. You break your limits? You, can't, you don't have limits on armor. Oh yeah, you don't. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, you boom, absorb it as you bounce off the ground. <clears throat> and uh, you hear the of Mr. Roosevelt as Comrade comes up and Do I have time for a sentence? Um, yeah. Uh, weak points between the shoulder blades, center mass of spine. Let's see if I hit first. It would good to know before you initiated the fight. If I had said it, it would have initiated the fight. Huh? Not necessarily. <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> Mister God Machine? If I had, if I had, if I had espoused your weak point to the entire party, okay. we would have started the fight. <laughs> Probably. Alright, uh, so while he's in the middle of answering that question, shotgun blast hits him square like square in the side, and some bits of flesh splatter off. I was hoping it'd at least distract him a little bit. <laughs> uh, which makes it um the spirit's turn. We'll spirit on. Okay. Uh kind of grapple. Alright, the spirit's gonna try to grapple? Yeah. Is he gonna try to grapple the physical form or the astral form? <laughs> um the physical form. Okay. Oh. So it's going to be strength. Strength plus. Strength plus unarmed. Oh, brother. Two successes out of all that. Ooh, glitch. Yay. Hey, we can't glitch on attacks. Uh, so yeah, you see the spirit rush up towards it and just stop about a foot and a half away. Uh, 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 Matisse, you can see that the red overlaid body just stuck a hand out and like stopped the spirit with just like grabbing its face. Either the body didn't move. Nice. So spirit's not going to be super useful here. 
I mean, it rolled two successes. <laughs> it was, I mean, two out of this. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was... <laughs> that, was but that was poor. It, was still, it wasn't, it wasn't he, he useful wasn't, on wasn't that moment. He wasn't ready. It, it wasn't ready. It wasn't, it wasn't prepared. It was like, oh, it's a physical body. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, that makes it... Uh, Cadmus. Uh, get up. And, uh... Axe this... A question between the shoulder blades. Right, minus four for cold shot. All right. Can you access it between the shoulder blades if it's facing you? Just step around it. It's okay. you can maneuver. Plus two for reach. Uh, sorry, his defense loses two for reach because he's melee. I'm assuming he doesn't have any reach. You can assume he doesn't have any reach. Typically, on artifacts, have reach nil. That's true. Unless you're a troll. Yeah, unless you're a troll. Or a god trapped in a bo- trapped in a robot body. It's typically, a, it's typically a function of physicality, not of <laughs> godliness. So you know. Since also, he seems quite uh, not omnipotent for a god. So I'm going to assume he doesn't have the capability to break the rules of the game. Actually, he seems like a final boss. So breaking the rules of the game are absolutely up his alley. Also, you don't know how omnipotent he is. He can't be levels of omnipotent. It's kind of an all or nothing game. Yeah. Which is three successes. Semi omnipotent. Semi omnipotent. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I can't hit this guy. Like. So you boom, and again that uh, the hand just comes back out and grabs the axe and puts it off to one side. The ast- the astral hand or the physical? The physical hand this time. The astral hand is still holding off the spirit and is like so like the right sided astral hand holds up the spirit, the left sided physical hand reaches back without even looking and catches the axe and pushes it off to the is side. Is there any machinery around here? Uh yes, there is plenty of machinery. Like combat functional machinery. Oh, no. The only combat machine in the room is him. Yeah, so there's not much I can do as an engineer in this fight. Maybe. I mean, you can look around. You wanna give me a uh, give me an intuition perception check? Five plus one. Uh, two. Um, you know that he's connected to all of the electronics in the building. All of them. And you know that the wall that you just passed through opened up electronically. Yeah. So you can probably find a way to access him. Or at least his body. But you'd have to jack into the wall, basically. Mm. Might be able to distract her at the very least. Right now, right now, both of his selves are focused on this one fight. Currently, so um, that makes it Cassio and Eon's turn. I'm going to stick under the astral plane and attack the spirit itself. Okay. With a power bolt. So yeah, you, you, so move, you like move back and... Back, <laughs> step out. Blast him first. All right, go. This is going to be rough. I'm a little curious. If five, five. Okay. That's not very important. Roll flat damage. You beat him by one. First hit. Well, second hit, technically. Yeah. First hit by a PC. Uh, that, the first hit didn't do a lot of damage anyways. Yeah. 
So the force of the it's force, force of the spell. Force. Yeah. I feel like he and he only gets his willpower to absorb it, right? Correct. But he probably has a decent amount of willpower. He is a god. Uh, all right, you and that same arm that was holding the spirit just sort of moves away and grabs it. You see some sort of interference with his astral wavelength. So it definitely did something. He didn't just deflect it entirely, but it doesn't seem like you got a full, like, solid hit. Okay. Um, and now you can see sort of the red overlay that's sort of leaning slightly apart from it. Um, Alright, so you're absorbing drain. That makes it... Uh, Cassie, what are you doing? Um, this thing isn't plugged in or attached to anything, so those power cores we put in earlier probably don't have anything to do with this. Probably. I don't know. They might. Uh, I'm willing to bet if I try to start... On one hand, I fully know I'm probably not going to be able to hit this thing at all. I'm just wondering if it's worth... Pulling out the power cables or trying to hopefully shield for somebody. It's up to you. Yeah, um. You know what? Gotta at least try it once. Hopefully, we'll all survive another turn in case this doesn't actually work. We'll see. I'm gonna try to see what pulling out. The eyes were blue and green. I'm gonna try to pull out the green. Power cord, just charge over there and just try to pull it out. The lights sort of flicker, and you see something of a hitch in his movement. Nice. Right. So he just suddenly, like, it's very subtle, but he's he's subtly moving less smoothly than he was previously. Um, that makes it. Gilda. Thank you, Cassio. Woohoo! I'm gonna shoot Puzzle him boss. like a panther. What Puzzle were, boss. What were the weak points? Between his shoulder blades on his back. Okay. Does he have his back to me by any chance? No. He's sort of like straddling between Comrade and uh, Cadmus right now. Okay. I'm just gonna try to shoot him wherever I can get him. Alright, you do know that there are two of your allies in melee with him. Okay. If you don't, if you want to, maybe switch to the sniper rifle. Who's in melee with him? Comrade and Cadmus. No. To be fair, the people wearing a lot of armor. Yeah, I think you guys will be fine. All right. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> shoot with the All right. Just don't glitch. Have we learned nothing? No. Well, it's, it's a matter of odds. Ah! It's a matter of characterization. It's raining. And it's raining. D sixes. A lot of we went to the same place, Austin. <laughs> Always. Um, Six. Six to hit. All right. Um, roll me at Jilly Athletics. See if you can get out of the way of the blast. Okay. I'm really sorry. Mm, I mean, or, or agility. No, I in, honestly, instinct. she does Intuition. not want to hit Congress. Intuition <laughs> agility. Doesn't hit comrade. Two. Comrade doesn't move. <laughs> comrade wants to stay in melee. Comrade will be fine. Two. 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 Two.
two. Yeah. All right. Um, so go ahead and so it impacts the ground next to him. It doesn't impact him directly. Roll me damage. Okay. You're firing explosive rounds. I was assuming I should be rolling armor. Yeah. Okay. That's just all of these dice that I have. You're not going to take the full brunt of the damage that she deals, um, so you're guarding against a lesser amount. Because you weren't the immediate target. Seven. All right. Comrade's fine. I guarded more than the full amount anyway. You're fine, yeah. So... Comrade's coat sort of flutters in the explosive wind, but he doesn't even flinch. Conmus gets out of the way. Basically, what we're saying is you make Comrade look cooler. Yeah, you make Comrade look cooler. <laughs> you don't hit the bot, though. Sorry, sort of she shouts <laughs> to Conmus. Just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. Mati! Round two. Actually. No, yeah, 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 Matisse. Is there? There's no way to ride a motorcycle in here. I'm thinking. Not in, I mean, there's not a lot of room. No. Okay. You could uh, swing the motorcycle. I'm going to. It held its arm to grab that thing, right? Which arm? Its astral arm. Yes. I'm going to grab at it astrally. Okay. Try to grab the astral form. Yeah. Yeah. Three of us on the astral, and three of us on the. Well, body. a couple of. Oh, two of us distracting the astral. Yeah. Two, two of us, us distracting, distracting the, body. the body. And then and then one of us unplugging power cords. And the other one trying to hack the body. <laughs> yes. There's there's a meth, there's a mythology mythol mythotic methodology. Methodology. My my skill with the English language is yeah, it's, uh, it's all fresh. Two. Actually, yes, I have two ranks in English. My skill with English is two. Wait, what? Frame rate uh, is one. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Grappling and explosions are what I do. That and motorcycling. You just you there's a lot of things I don't do. Motorcycling, explosions, and so you run to grab the arm, and the arm that's holding the spirit just drops as you go past, comes back up, and just gently like backhands you as you go past. It, it does like that that uh, karate instructor thing where it's like, yeah, just yeah. bam, just like just so you know that I'm better than you. Yeah. Um, Almost like this thing because it blocked complex. it blocked you exactly. So. Yes. I mean, while you're fighting, if you want to roll a knowledge to see if you know anything about gods, feel free. <laughs> uh, knowledge, magic would be. I mean, yeah, knowledge, knowledge, magic, or knowledge spirits. Um, it's Janice's turn right now, anyways. So. I would just have logic. Yeah, logic. One. <laughs> one success? One success. Well, you do know that there are tears to spirits. You do know right, that, yeah, that yeah. there is, and um, there are spirits greater than totem spirits, and they're typically referred to as demons or gods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they, they are powerful spirits that don't typically interface with humanity all that much. Right. 
um, for various reasons. A, they don't care. B, like... Like, a, they don't care. B, they don't care. C, they, they, don't care. they C, they explode the minds of most humans they touch. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it this there's kind of nothing in it for them. It it does. It, Save for some cheap pearls. Looking at the amount of power that this thing is exhibiting, just on a raw level, you have it does not it does not surprise you to think that this is a god. And and many shamans teach many shamans teach that ancient mythologies uh, got their mythos from interactions with these spirits. Um, so it it is entirely possible that this is the person that Janus was named for. It is entirely possible. Whether or not you believe it is up to you, but that's a, that is a possibility. Um, what was I just doing? That was Janice. Okay, that's right. Um, Kindness. Give me a willpower. That is all five of my dice as successes. All right. Uh, you all see Cadmus get lifted up and fly against the wall. Roll me body and armor. Well, that's where I needed to be anywhere. Um, as those of you that can see astrally see the left arm just swing and energy and that red mist coalesces around Cadmus and launches him might hurt I don't think so actually one two three four five. one two three four five six seven eight nine ten I'm sure I'm getting my count right here one two three four five six seven eight You take five points of physical damage as you slam into the wall. It's alright. There's a little dwarf shaped dent in the middle of the wall right now. Alright, nice. Alright. That makes it a comrade's turn. Do your thing, comrade. Comrade. Does he think? Hey, comrade levels. Comrade sees the shotgun's not doing much. Comrade pulls out hammer and sickle. Comrade goes to town with hammer and sickle. Because armor piercing is important here. <laughs> yep. Turns out when you're fighting a big tin can, you gotta bring can opener. Comrade has best can opener. Which one, London? Uh, Wait, no, Carl and Marx. Carl and Marx, sorry. So Carl would be the hammer, Marx would be the sickle, I'm guessing? Uh, yes. So Carl's a good can opener. Yeah. Marx would be a good can opener. I mean, Marx is a sickle. Yeah. 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 You, don't, you don't open a can with a blunt instrument, you open it with a sharp instrument. I mean, it doesn't. if you don't care about the contents of the can, yes, you open it with a blunt instrument. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Actually, no, you do care about the contents of the can. You want them smashed. He does not dodge. And actually, Comrade gets a hit, gets some extra damage in. It's 
sweet. Uh, rolling poorly against myself. I mean, if you're rolling against yourself, one of you is rolling poorly. It's true. Not necessarily. You can both roll well. Or and then nothing poorly. happens. Yeah. Yeah, so you see uh, the sickle sink into the flesh and rip out and expose some circuitry on the body. Yeah. That helps. Um, that makes it Matisse's turn. Uh, um, I have no. a round two. Wait, what? Uh, no, I went then Janice. Oh yeah, you went first, then Janice, then Comrade, then Cadmus. No, Spirit is next. Spirit is next. Oh, yeah. Gonna keep going for that grapple? He's gonna go for a grapple on the astral. I got, because because I lowered your initiative already, you were lower than Comrade, and I got confused. Okay. Two, four. Spirit's doing what? Four to hit. Oh, Spirit's going up the astral body, trying to grapple. Trying to grapple or just trying to punch? Grapple. Okay. Trying to keep all the arms. Yeah. That's just got four to hit. That's not going to work very well, I don't think. Well, let's find out. I can always roll poorly. As I just proved a minute ago. How many to hit? One, two, three, four. Hmm? Ooh. Oh, that's so, yeah. Uh, there's some air inclusions in this die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it fails Slightly to grapple. Uh, as again, the hand just sort of keeps it at bay. That's why um, I always get clear dice. Cadmus. Um, well, he conveniently positioned me near the wall. He did. So let me see if I can find a data jar. Uh, give me a intuition. Give me a uh, intuition perception roll. Remember, the thing does technically want us to win. He does technically want you to win, which means that positioning you in a violent enough manner st- still accomplishes both objectives. Three. <laughs> Three. Um. Yeah, you find a you find a, a a jack just sort of like in the wall. Jack into it. Right, that's your action. You're logging in. Uh, go ahead and roll me some network initiative. Okay. Uh, matrix initiative is two d six. <clears throat> plus my logic and willpower. Oh no, plus my deck. Which I don't have written down yet. Uh, it's so one, two, three, four. Yeah. Maybe uh, what are the stats I have for major condition for your deck? I don't like. I, I, so, someone has the book. Yeah, your matrix initiative is its own thing. Um, hang on, matrix initiative is it's two d six plus two d six plus like long. no no that's astral. Uh, it's one d six plus reaction intuition. Oh okay, never mind then. Uh, so it's actually the exact same. So fifteen. All right. Uh, so we'll go on that after this round. Uh, that puts us at uh, Cassio and Eon. Okay. Um, cool. Stun. Unplug um, blue. Powerbolt. <laughs> There's a note. The half the lights in the room go out, and emergency light comes on on that side. And you, now the slowness of the body is way more noticeable. Okay, uh, power bolt to uh, the astral. Yep. Spirit. For those of you that can see astrally, you see that the spirit is still moving at the same speed. The body Four. has slowed down. Though. Okay. Five. Rats. 
So like the spirit's moving full speed, and the body's just lagging behind. Yeah. Five. Yeah. That's fine. One, two, three, four. All the regular damage. Okay. You keep rolling five. You really like five successes. I know. I mean, it's a good amount of successes. It's not the worst. Uh, four successes on this end. So you, yeah, you, you, it still hits it. Okay. Yep. And. Good. I'm still up. Everything's fine. All right. Uh, that make Ian. Uh, so Ian unplugged the thing. Or, sorry, Cassie on the thing. Eon blasted it. Gilda! Uh, shooting him again. Alright, fire. Same gun? Different gun? Same gun. I'm using the Panther. What's the AP on the Panther again? Minus Minus six. six. It's good if it hits. Well, the sniper rifle has armor piercing rounds. Yes, it does. Oh, should I be using that then? Sniper rifle has AP nine currently. I have too many guns. I think that... Hold on, I have more. I think it's this one. Okay. Your armor piercing rounds add six no, to its AP I value. Was, was the sniper rifle the AK-97? No, it's, no. it's just this one that says sniper rifle oh, on it. That <laughs> it's the one that says sniper rifle is the sniper rifle. Should I be using They're actually this pretty thing? equivalent. The armor, okay. the armor piercing value on the sniper rifle is plus six with the armor piercing rounds. Uh, well... Actually, with her I mean, plus nine, because I already have. I mean, the, the the rounds are an additional are additional Which six AP. Which one would hurt more? They'll hurt about the same. Minus nine AP is better than minus six AP generally. But the, so the sniper rifle's minus nine then. Yeah, yeah. The sniper rifle, the advantage is it has a higher accuracy, so you can then roll more I'll hits use, on it. I'll use the sniper right now. All right. So you drop the drop the one, pull out the sniper rifle. That takes your free. That takes your simple action. So. Pew, pew, pew. Five. Five dip. It, it Also, it has less dice to dodge with now. Fewer. Less. Volumetrically less. It has less plastic to dodge with. Fewer individual dice. Well, I mean, it depends on what which dice you use. Roll damage plus one. Like if you use really big dice, it doesn't affect if it's fewer or less. The amount, of, you know, the amount of plastic. No, like the amount of dice, like the true volumetric amount of dice, could be very different while still having the same numerical dice value. It's true. <laughs> or you could have, except the, all his dice are the same size, so so both less and fewer apply. Eight. Eight. Eight damage. So and long as you keep your dice minus nine. consistent, yes. Well, I consistently roll them with my hand, so it's the same container. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. so long as you keep the physical dice you are using consistent and don't use different dice that have a different volume to them individually. Correct. Yes. And even then, it still changes the volume because the individual dice have a different volume. Wait, no, but then the number would be independent of the volume, and that's not the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> We're, we're murdering people right now. You could, have, you could have less dice, but more dice. You could have, yes, you could have less dice, but more dice. But 
And you could also have fewer dice, but no less dice. Yes. I have both less and fewer. Um, Besides, how much damage did you roll? Um, eight. Well, I only rolled one on his armor. So, so a massive hole opens up in the side where the electric, where the electronics had already been exposed. As the sniper rifle just blows a massive chunk out of the body. You pick the right gun. <laughs> I'll keep using this one. This one also doesn't explode on the people who were in melee combat with him. Sorry. Right now, that's just comrade. You didn't actually hurt me with it. I didn't think I would. I was just trying to hurt him. Yeah, I've got. That makes it. She Matisse. also assumed that Cadmus would want her to. Actually, that thing. makes it Janice in the Matrix. Point. I got 26 dice what? to absorb. Janice in the Matrix. With. Oh. Because oh, Janice is also in the Matrix. Because he's a Technomancer. <laughs> He's in three realms. He is in, yes, he is in the astral realm, the matrix, and the physical realm. And you're starting to see why they thought he would be the ultimate weapon. He would be. He was. <laughs> he killed all of them. <laughs> he killed the world. Yeah, this, this, this wasn't really a good idea, I guess. Unfortunately, with his power supply dwindling, hopefully his matrix presence is a little bit hindered. You don't know. Because his matrix presence is entirely dependent on his physical body. Um, because they built a Technomancer body for him. He's a spirit. He's not naturally a Technomancer. How do spirits, you know? don't, spirits don't interact with the Matrix. The Matrix is a creation. Most uh, spirits don't interact with the Matrix. Most spirits are not spirits. Most spirits do not interact with the Matrix. However, once you get to a certain level of spirit, there's no there's no calculable Like impact. I said, final nice. bosses transcend rules. So do God-level spirits. A.K.A. Final Boss. Those are, those are legit things in Shadowrun. <laughs> it's not something I made up. <laughs> um, they just don't come up often. Because most people don't try to fuck with them. For uh, reasons that we are currently experiencing. Uh, so a, an attack program is heading towards you. I've only got a basic deck, so... You need to defend. Um... Let me see what the matrix action is. Uh, I think it's just your, the, the hardware level of the deck plus your logic, I think. I believe is the defense. I think it's logic device rating. Yeah, logic and device rating. And it'd be logic and firewall. Yeah, logic and firewall, that's it. Which is currently at three, so. No. <laughs> What'd you roll? Zero. Well, hold on. Um, Someone well, might be forcefully ejected for the Matrix shortly. <laughs> no, not necessarily. He. Um, I need you to roll me logic and willpower. I think is the absorption roll here. Yeah, that I can do. I actually have more dice for that. You're a defensive Matrix player. He's a dwarf. At two. One, two, three, four, five, six. You take one point of stun damage. Meh. It happens. As this, so you're in some of the you're in sort of a virtual construct of the of the room that you're already in, and a blue sort of a blue overlapped version in the same spot as the body was just sort of turns towards you and unleashes this black ball of programming that ah, he threw a black ice at me that runs over and smacks you in the face uh, your turn in the matrix now 
Uh, one second, I need to know what my programs do. Because <laughs> I've literally never done anything in the Matrix with this character. While you look that up, Matisse. Physical. Um, let's keep occupying the astral thing, even if I'm just, you know, making it move. Right. Occupying the astral body means it's not throwing back counterattacks. Yes, yes. That, that, that would be the plan. Oh, I forgot to roll its astral initiative. Hang on. I need a different color marker. <laughs> Anyone have a red marker? Ten. Caught it. I'm just gonna look, I'm just gonna put him at the same initiative he's at with everything else right now because he's already been moving. Oh, yeah. Eon, you're an astral, so go ahead. Astral, yeah. Next round, we'll roll your astral okay. initiative. Yeah. Right. A boss that exists. That's huge, that's huge difference. Let's, let's spend an edge. A boss. A boss that exists in three different planes at once. Three different levels of existence. Twelve. Twelve to what? To grapple? Yeah. Alright. You succeed! So yeah, you, you turn back around and just grab that arm that's Super blocking the spirit. Smack me on the head, I'm like, no. <laughs> just grab it and hold it. Alright. Um, that was your turn. Comrade comes back up as you're wrestling with an invisible arm. Comrade comes at it with a physical sickle. I'm sure I look absolutely. I'm sure I look absolutely ridiculous at the moment. Uh, kind of, but everybody's well, kind I'm of preoccupied. In the corner, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in the corner. And you know, so is Cosmos. Actually, uh, this battle is half composed. Well. Yeah, this battle is half composed of sickle rips. Like the, the sickle rips across again, dealing a little bit more damage, not as much as it did previously. You at least half look like you're fighting. Spirit's turn. Okay. Um, another grapple chip. You know what you're doing, Cadmus? Yeah. Alright, go ahead and do it. I'm going to shoot Data Spike at him. Alright. Pew, pew, pew. Data Spikes. One, two, three, four. Only three. Five. Only three? Three to hit. Yes. Now you want These are the dice that I have rolled. These things outside of it are not my pool. What'd you roll? One, two, three, four, five opposed by his intuition and firewall. And my hammer program comes into effect if it successfully hits him. You hit him. Yay. You beat him by one. Okay, so the attack. The attack damage of my deck is four uh, plus two for my hammer program, and no more because I didn't succeed anything. All right. Oh, you rolled that. Um, spirit missed, so Janice has one Nothing. more physical okay. turn, and then we're going back to a new initiative round. I did um, no damage. Did you you I should have one initiative left. You do have one initiative there left. Yeah, there, was one. Oh, there was one. Sorry, time. no, you just used it to grapple. Success. No. That was my third attempt, because I have 31 initiative. So I have I have one damage. Well, the Jan okay, Janice has uh, another turn, and then you have another turn. That's yes. it. Um, yeah, I have I have uh, one damage, and biofeedback I believe takes it straight to his physical damage instead of stun damage. Sweet. 
the uh, body starts to spark a little bit from the electrics, from the electronics. Um, he is going to astrally and physically do something. All right, let's see what happens. I picked a fight. I need you to roll me the spirit's willpower. That spirit might stop existing in this world. Uh, it might. Um, or it might turn on us. Just willpower strength? Yep. Okay. So the greenish energy of the spirit turns red. And you sense a severing of your connection to it. Okay. Dismiss it. <laughs> All right. Uh, on your turn, you can dismiss it. You can try to dismiss it. Yeah. Because yeah. you did. So you, it's still using your energy. It's just you're no longer controlling it. So you can try to dismiss it. Um. All right. New round. Oh, sorry, Matisse. One. One last turn. Um. So I've got to astrally. What would happen if I? I have no clue what would happen if I tried to wrench its astral body physically from its physical body. You can try. I'm gonna do that. Give me a grapple Strength check. Strength and body. Strength and body. Yeah. yeah, grapple. Do you, do you even lift, bro? Give me a strength. You can well, yeah, you certainly can try. Yeah. Well, that's why I can't use levitate in the astral. You can go any direction you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got the weakest deck, which comes with two programs on it. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, if I'm going to try, I'll try like that. That's either very good or very bad, and I don't know which one yet. Thirteen? Oh, nice. Roll me damage. Just your strength flat. Okay. Let's see if you can beat the bond that it has with its body. I mean, I guess that's kind of what it wants us to do. It's just a very, very direct approach. This is a more violent version. <laughs> I mean, we already have a violent version. His is just significantly more direct. <laughs> and now he's just kind of sitting there, one hand on the air, one hand on this thing's body, just flexing the sky. So, um, you can spend edge on it to reroll damage or not? Yes. Cool, because I did. To reroll my sixes and break them out, why not? So, 11? You pull, and it feels like the body might be coming free, but you don't have the strength to rip it out. Okay. 11 is not enough. Did it cause any damage to it? No. Okay. Um, you were specifically trying to pull free. Yeah. Um, you don't see, at least on that particular turn, it, it felt like it may have given if you were a little bit stronger, but not right then. Or if it was a little bit weaker. Yeah, or if it was a little bit weaker. Well, no, no, not even then, because it's not about it's the not strength. A, it's of, about the strength of the bond. Yeah, it's the strength of the anchor that it has to the body, not the strength of it. Um, let's go ahead and roll new physical initiative and new astral initiative for those of you are for for Eon that's yeah, working the astral plane. Twenty three on your on your astral initiative. Yeah. Twenty three. I get to roll from the spirits. 
16, 38, 30, 25, Matisse, 27, 27, Cadmus, uh, no, you're not active, you're not active in the physical realm right now, so don't worry about it, Cassio, what, physical initiative, oh, gotcha, Gilda, 9, <laughs> uh, 12, you got 9, you yes, lost. you sub 10, yeah, all right. Um, Which means I can't have to lock two power cords this turn. Whoa. Uh, in the Matrix, Cadmus, you have another turn. Yes. Um, we'll try to deal with him, so data spike him again. Okay. In the Astral Plane, Janice is going first. Four. And in the Physical Plane, Janice is also going first. Almost max every time. <laughs> uh, all right, Eon, roll me willpower. Uh, Charisma willpower, because you are a mage. Charisma and willpower, because you're a mage. Yeah. And what did you roll for the day, Spike? Four. Six. He avoid. He uh, absorbs it with his firewall. Um, and Matisse, are you focusing on holding the astral form, or are you still are you able to dodge? Um, would dodging mean I have to let go of this thing's arm? Well, you're in a grapple, so grapple rules still apply. So, in order to actually, in order to dodge and not just use your reaction intuition, you'd have to let go. You can just use your reaction intuition if you want, though. You do see what's coming because you exist in both uh, in both realms at once. Um, its hand uh, extends a blade out of the palm, which it's slicing towards you. Okay, yeah. I'll just direction intuition and right. combat sense it. Seven. Seven. Um, you manage to deflect a bolt of energy that shoots at you. It is now your turn. In the astral plane. Uh, so go ahead and do what you want to do. Do you want to try to dismiss the spirit? Um, looks like I've lost control. Yeah, but I'm going to dismiss it. All right. Go ahead and make a dismissal. What's the yeah. what are the rules for dismissing? That's what? What are the rules for dismissing a spirit? It's dismissing. Oh, uh, is that actually the? Um, don't you just typically tell it to go home? Oh, you just tell it to go home. Yeah. It's no longer on. It's, it's not. Um, it's no longer under your control. Is the trick. Oh. Yeah, so so would it be, be a, what? Yeah, you have to actually do the unsummoning. Yeah, um, unsummoning. Okay, do an unsummoning. Roll. Which I think is just a magic. Yeah, cool. Is it just summoning? No, it's, it's unsummoning. There's a separate. Is it a separate skill? Yeah, yeah. separate skill. Which yep. is sad because I never. Banishing, that's it. Banishing, banishing is the skill. Yeah, banishing skill. So you need to make a banishing roll. So, which is versus its willpower? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, What's its willpower? Its will. It's. You have the formula. Willpower so. is four, so six. Okay. Six. So, you need to make a banishing roll, which is magic plus the banishing skill. Um, no, I'm not going to be able to see. Which is the conjuring skill group, if you have it. But right, so, and it has six. I have a little on that. I got one. I mean, it has six. It might roll zero. Yeah, whatever. I rolled that. No, it rolled three. It stays. Yeah, my rolls are not all that great now. 
You can see that the spirit has changed, by the way. Oh, yeah. When it comes time to you act, for you to act. Um, which, by the way, it is your turn. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, you were dodging. What'd you roll? Seven. Uh, yeah, you miss. It misses you. All right, your turn. Um, so as I can... So I, it seems clear to me I'm not going to be able to wrench this thing's arm. Correct. Or wrench the thing free. Because I'm out of edge <clears throat> and exceeding my strength yeah. didn't succeed. Um, it's gonna kill the physical body. Yeah, that's the only thing that's gonna release this. So let's just go back to the physical body. So I'm grappling its astral body. You do see the spirit that has changed color. Yeah, it looks like the essence of the uh, of Janus has taken over the spirit. It. The problem with subduing the astral body is it's a. Yeah. Can it still use its magic while physically subdued astrally? If you get both of its arms, maybe. All right. I'm going to try It seems to be using its arms to direct magic. So. I'm going to try to further subdue it then. Okay. Uh, what are the rules for that? I just continue a grapple. Uh, uh, I don't have to make a hit roll anymore. It's just it's my it's to say it's my Grappling and strength against either its grappling or and strength or agility gymnastics. Okay. Go ahead and do that. Um, Gilda, you're up next. So think about what you're doing. Okay. They make a system with grappling not being complicated, being effective. Doesn't exist. Ooh, the fifth edition grappling is is not complicated. Nine. Yeah, but it's also not stupid. It's actually pretty effective, actually. Actually, no, it is. I I choked out a warforge with a whip. Okay. Nine successes. <laughs> Nine successes. Uh, it manages to wrench its arm free. So Actually, I, I, don't, I don't get its other arm. Yeah, you don't get its other arm. Cool. It keeps that arm free. Um, comrade slices into it with a sickle. And Gilda. I am going to shoot again with the snipe. All right. Meanwhile, back in the Matrix. Cotmus, you've got another black ice, ice coming at you. Yay. Go ahead and give me a uh, logic firewall. Three. Uh, you need to roll to absorb damage. Logic willpower. You uh, absorb damage. You take no, you take no damage. Sweet. Only roll three on the damage. <laughs> Six to hit. Uh, he's got less. Apparently. Uh, you hit with two overages, so roll damage plus two. And it gets nine fewer dice to armorify this. Yep. And it's mostly armor. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it wouldn't have a lot of body, would it? Nope. Five. <coughs> Nothing. I'm just used to rolling the panther damage. Um. Yeah. Another hole opens up in its side. Um. Eon, what's doing? Uh. Oh, sorry, not Ian. Uh Cassio. Cassio's next. I, I I have a guess. The spirit is turning on you. 
Uh, it's gonna. What's its What's its um, strength? What's its stats? Oh, the stats on that are. Uh, strength is um, eight. It's running. Does it have a melee skill? Does it have an attack skill? It has, uh, the attack is just. Um, Is six plus two. I can work back at the two, bro. Hang on. Because it's. I assume it's skill to attack. Oh, the so. skills. Um, it doesn't have. Let's see. It has. Uh, it has. It has a. Where did I get that? Oh, natural weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Natural right. weapon. All right. So you need to roll to avoid. Cassio? Uh, pulling a red core. <laughs> and he starts to slow down. Um, Carlos? Uh, I don't have... Well, there's no functions in this facility that would really affect this fight, so data spikes. Alright. Data spikes all day. Data spike. You notice that its uh, matrix form is starting to move more sluggishly. Okay. You roll damage, or what? You, uh, it it rolled two to avoid. Okay, so I get the attack of this thing, which is four plus two for. You, four, yeah, you get out of the way. Actually, if I pull all four of these cores, it's probably gonna dump shock you. Eh, oh well. I don't care. It'll also dump him. Yeah. Potentially, nice. maybe. Okay, so that's, uh, that is three damage with biofeedback. Alright. Which, hey, considering he's a technomancer, he's always in hot sim, that goes straight to physical. Yep. Oh. Oh, that's a good so, He falls apart, finally. Uh, as, as you hit him with that final data spike, um, you suddenly feel the tension that you're holding break free rapidly as the astral form of this entity erupts from the body. In the physical realm, the body just sort of stops moving and just stands there. The electricity crackling from its sides from the bullet holes and gashes stops crackling. And the last thing I say as I launch the data spike, I told you I was a hunter. He doesn't even respond. Yeah, he's gone. Um, as the body breaks apart in the Matrix. Um, and you find yourself holding nothing anymore as that arm just melts away into pure energy. And the two people in the astral plane see the spirit just unravel as it sucks the energy out of it. This uh, no longer bound to any form entity of energy just coalesces into a blindingly bright red light that I just smile and wave. Goodbye. coalesces into the middle and just <laughs> up into the sky. I jack out. Yay. Good riddance. I'm going to... I pull the last core just in case. <laughs> Have it, I guess. I lights go out. Emergency lights come on. Although it doesn't matter because there's a hole in the ceiling. All right. Uh, go back down and get we have to get stuff. back down. Yep. I go over to the elevator. I'll start the cores back in. Do you think you could uh, jack into this end? Uh, he's kind of well. Before you get to talking to him, he kind of stands up and looks up at the hole in the ceiling. Never threaten me again. <laughs> 
All right. Let's get Could to you work. shut up and jack this thing? I wasn't talking to you, stupid. <laughs> I don't care. You are not jacking the elevator, so you are not fulfilling the only purpose that you could possibly have. You have a very big gun, you know, Gilda. Last time I tried it, it didn't... Uh, don't worry. I have two very big guns. <laughs> I'm going to just butt him with the end of the sniper rifle. Wham! Right in the gut. I completely ignore it. You can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How's that moving? Comrade sort of shoulders, uh, uh, puts the two things on his belt and shoulders a shotgun. It was a good fight, at least. Dangerous enemies. Make I, for better heroes. I go pick up David and uh, take him. <laughs> he's, he's stiff completely. Yep. I get us back downstairs. Yeah, you, easily enough. You hack into it. You guys put the uh, power cores back in. There's a lot open. of there's a lot of tech here to steal on the on that truck. There is. Uh, what condition are those uh, cyborgs in? Uh, pretty good condition. They're still floating. They haven't been activated or anything. How are you going to get it out of here? Up straight up two miles. I mean, there's got to be some kind of elevator, a service elevator for that thing, right? Well, you would imagine. Down. Or we so could we look at the spaceship. I know, but how are you going to get the truck on the spaceship? I mean, it took us, we were hanging on to it. I have uh, 50 feet of elevator cord. <laughs> He's going to tie it on. <laughs> 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 He's a nice square nut. <laughs> so, I'm thinking welding. I was a Boy Scout. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm thinking industrial strength welding, but you know, we we have industrial strength welding. Uh, yeah, but then you gotta bust it up. So you guys get you guys can probably uh, spend quite a bit of time, especially with cabinets. You can probably spend quite a bit of time repurposing a lot of the electronics in here, making yourself a better bore, making yourself a better deck, things like that, if you wanted to. Yes, and um, repair this armor. Repairing the yeah, armor, um, and eventually, after doing that, you get the uh, thing loaded up onto a truck, drive it out into the dragon pit. Uh, and you realize that uh, there is actually a freight elevator at the bottom of this thing. Uh, it only has controls at the bottom. It doesn't have any at the top. Um, so you That's can... convenient. I mean... Well, yeah. Because, it's, because somebody wrote it down and left Also, well, also, uh, you don't tend to put the controls for your secret weapons lab at yeah, the top okay, of right. the silo. It's a, yeah. That is typically closed. You ask, for, you ask permission to go down. You don't just... Yeah. Yeah. You don't just poop in. It would be silly to leave the controls to the elevator at the top. Um, but yeah, you guys get the truck and obviously the spaceship as well all the way back up to the top. And that's where we're going to end it for today. So, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye.